2: visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go
3: places. Mallor here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. With one of over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Ben. I want to welcome you into the podcast, today's edition of the podcast, and you are in for a treat. It is not Four Degrees of Andrew Luck Part 2. That is not the case at all, but it is about Andrew Luck to start. Uh, we will discuss uh, the Andrew Luck worship syndrome, which is going on right now by many in the media. It is a contest to see who can compliment Andrew Luck the most. We'll talk about that. Also, also, an, an NFL team has apparently offered a gig, wink, wink, to a U.S. Women's Cup soccer player, although there are some conditions. There's some fine print on this that we will discuss. And who is more likely to be traded between now and the first part of the NFL season? It's going to be Jadavian Clowney of the Texans or Melvin Gordon of the Chargers. We'll play that particular game. And will we now see a pandemic of NFL players retiring early because of Andrew Luck? What are the odds of that happening? We'll discuss that. We also have some game shows Some radio game shows, because that's always fun, and some other things mixed in. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's edition of the podcast. As luck would have it, another Maller monologue about Andrew Luck. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So I'm going to let you in know a little secret here. Uh, calendar 365 days. We don't work on the weekend, weekends. So you, you eliminate all the weekend days and all that stuff because we're big shots. We don't work on the weekend. I used to work on the weekend for years, but we don't work on the weekend. Uh, and out of the days that we actually work, there are maybe... 30 times where there's something good that goes on, something that's really juicy, like a nice piece of steak. Most of the time, eh, we're polishing turds. That's mostly what we're doing. So when we have a big story, even if it happened a few days ago, we still need to discuss the big story. And the big story in sports continues to be Andrew Luck. We assumed the furor over Andrew Luck would die down. Something else would come up. This happened on Saturday, and here we are now heading into a Tuesday, and spoiler alert, yeah, it didn't happen. It's still the world of Andrew Luck, and we are all just checking him out. That's it. That's all we're rubbernecking is what we're doing. The gas bags, the blowhards, the Ken dolls on television with their makeup have all been pontificating, bloviating, about the virtues of Andrew Luck. Did you consume any of this? Now, fortunately, at our shop, we have contrarians that work here at Fox Sports Radio, but elsewhere, a lot of Kool-Aid drinking guzzle, guzzle, guzzle Andrew Luck. And the, the big takeaway I had from this, and maybe it's just me, is that this has some kind of bigger meaning. That Andrew Luck is no longer just a football player, but he's crossed over. There's a deeper, deeper reference. This will be remembered for years and years. Now, if you disagree with that line of thinking, you are seen as both a heathen and an ogre. Uh, Both those things. If you do not agree that what Andrew Luck did is noble... What Andrew Luck did by leaving two weeks before the start of an NFL season is the right thing to do, and it's the proper thing to do. If you have any thought that goes against that, you are the spawn of the devil. The mob will attack you. Trust me. The mob will attack you. You will have fire and brimstone uh, coming after you. A lot of guys hiding behind their smartphones. Also computers, keyboard courage, we like to call it. But let's discuss. So the question, and this is a legitimate question. I work in the media business, and I don't even know the answer to this, but I'm going to guess. I'm going to make an educated guess as a distant relative of the great Nostradamus. The question is, when will the sports media collective stop scolding anyone who dares step outside of the groupthink regarding Andrew Luck being a hero for taking his ball and going home? So what I've determined here. Week 8. I'm going week 8, The almost the midway point of the NFL season. you got the bye weeks mixed in. So I'm going to go week 8. All right? Not week 7, not week 9, week 8. Uh, and I've got my observations. You've got wrestling with a pig, the clogged toilet, and the common bond. And we will mix all of this together, and we will make some chicken fried steak with potatoes on the side. That's what we're going to do. And some corn. And some corn and a biscuit. Now, number one, as for all of the the media elites, you know who they are, who are still lecturing you and me about the virtues of Andrew Luck, apparently he's the patron saint of the NFL. Uh, I would advise you from the bottom of my heart, if you're one of these people, you know who you are, why don't you go chew on a dirty sock? I think that you should do that. Just see if you can chew it like bubble gum. A little piece of a dirty sock. Andrew Luck, I don't believe, is is a godlike figure. I know many people have turned him into that. I don't think he's any better or any worse than anyone else. He had a job. He made a lot of money. He quit the job. He walked away. We have seen constant streams of proclamations. And it's essentially like a music radio where they do a love song dedication to Andrew Luck. It's like that. That's essentially what's been going on here. Everyone and their mother is giving a eulogy to the career of Andrew Luck and where he's at here. Now, I don't believe he's dead. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. Uh, I think he's chosen to live a hedonist lifestyle, which is his uh, decision. But it has been sensory overload. All of our basic senses, touch, sight, hearing, smell, taste, have been submerged in this bucket of Andrew Luck hyperbole, propaganda. So like Andrew Luck does not need applause, nor should he get applause for quitting. And I'm I'm trying to think like what, where did we go to get to this particular point? Like maybe it's different now, but who the hell goes out of the way and says, You listen, you get make a lot of money, right?" Get a job, really good job. Many people want to have the job. And then you, right before there's a big project for the company, you make sure you step away and quit. Who teaches that? What what parents are teaching that that's the way to do it? Now, Andrew Lucky wanted to quit. He should have quit at the end of last year. But maybe that's the new way of parenting the generation snowflake is to, uh, all right, he's quit right before. It's all about you. It's not about anybody else. Uh, and, and the cultural norm, I thought the cultural norm was if you quit right before your, your big assignment, you are looked down upon. But no, it's the people that question that. The people that have any critical thinking, they're like, oh, you shouldn't say that. You should bite your tongue. You've never walked in his shoes. Yes, of course. I always thought work was supposed to be somewhat difficult. There was supposed to be some degree of difficulty. It's not a playground. Uh, But you try to reason with these people, and it's like wrestling with a pig. Okay? It is uh, totally a futile task trying to wrestle with it. It's simply pointless. It's simply pointless. I mean, clearly, my parents screwed up because they uh, they raised me where a you know, situation becomes difficult, uh, you you have to continue to work at it, and you can't just. It's, it's hard. It's hard to rehab and all that stuff. You gotta you step away. But it, it is stunning. I mean, Andrew Luck has gotten a free pass. It's a bad job by all. Involved. What he did is only slightly better than Vontae Davis of the Buffalo Bills. People seem to have forgotten Vontae Davis. He was a defensive player. I remember it. We did a bunch of shows about that. It was halftime of a Bills game. They were getting blown to smithereens. And so Vontae Davis decided he had enough and he deserted his teammates and left the stadium and quit and retired right in the middle of the game. Right in the middle, you had a falling down moment right in the middle of the game. For the next week, we savagely abused Vontae Davis on sports radio, and we were, we're being very transparent here. Uh, we, we just roasted Vontae, and now we have Andrew Luck, who we're trying to marinate and put on the grill, and people are like, no, you can't do that, you can't do Why? I mean, to me, it's the same thing. I mean, I don't, people don't seem to like those apples, but those are the same apples. It's not apples and oranges. It's apples. And one guy quit during the game. One guy quit two weeks before the season. Truth in broadcasting. It has been said by by the deep thinkers that you know tough times never last, but tough people do if they they put their head down and grind it out. And the second thing here, in terms of the Andrew Luck blowback from season ticket holders, which is another part of this story, another tentacle of the story. You need your thumb on the scale here to have a chance of winning that argument. There's no case. I mean, lawyers have already vetted the contracts you sign when you buy season tickets. This is a textbook example of a frivolous lawsuit. There is no case. It is a loose waiver of liability. When you sign up for season tickets, it is a revocable license. It's a one-way street. I was on earlier with Darcy Waldergrave in New Zealand, and we were talking about this a little bit. It's not a two-way street. A two-way street is, hey, if you're the customer and you're not happy with the product, you get your money back. That's not how it works in the NFL. In the NFL, if you violate the fan code of conduct, the team reserves the right to revoke your season tickets. Without a refund, those same privileges do not apply. If you're a fan and you're like, hey, I'm kind of upset, I'm kind of upset with my team because my quarterback is a quitter, and he quit right before the year, and I bought tickets because I thought he was going to play, and he's not hurt. He could play. He an have a career-ending or season-ending injury and all that stuff. Um, but that's not how it works, i.e., if the team blatantly lies to your face about their star quarterback playing or not playing, and then he quits, you are doing the backstroke in a clogged toilet is what you're doing. I hope you enjoy that. It smells really nice. It smells wonderful. Essentially, you sign a paper... That gives you the assumption of risk that players get hurt. And unless there is some hidden loophole, which I have not been told about, you have no case. When you agree to be a season ticket partner with an NFL team, or any team for that matter, you sign up to essentially watch laundry. If you're in Indianapolis, you have purchased tickets to buy... Uh, a right, a privilege to sit and watch people wear uniforms that say the Indianapolis Colts. They promised to have 53 players wearing Colts costumes performing for you at the opera. And that's it. The the names are subject to change. So next year if they have a strike and the players are out there, replacement players, well, you paid to see the Colts. You You didn't pay to see the real Colts, et cetera, et cetera. Now the final point here. Well, I clearly live in a parallel universe, and I'm realizing that day by day here when I see the reaction to Andrew Luck, it is stunning the percentage of people who are perfectly fine with the timing. Like m- my issue is not well, you you quit. People quit all the time; they quit jobs, but you don't do it the last. You, you don't do it last minute. It's like having a project. If you're in school and you're working on something big, class project, and you've got a couple people working together, and then at the last minute, I, I can't do it. I'm not gonna. I'm out. I'm done. Um, Everyone in this story, everyone in this Andrew Luck story, has one common bond. You know what that common bond is? They're all being selfish. They're all being selfish. Andrew Luck doesn't want to deal with injuries. Fine, it's his prerogative. He's rich. He has the opportunity to walk away for his personal pleasure. But it's a self-serving move. You can say Andrew Luck has the right to do it. You can also say he's being selfish. It's a self-serving move. He's sticking it to the teammates and the, the coaching staff, even though they, are, they don't have the balls to admit it publicly. They've all you know, circled the wagons defending Andrew Luck. I, privately, I have a feeling, when you give them some truth serum, they're singing a different song, uh, if you will. They're singing a much different song. Different song. Uh, But it is, the word is selfish, right? The word is selfish. Colt fans, those that are trying to get their money back, they're only thinking about themselves there. At least those that are trying to get that refund, they figure they could sell those seats on the secondary market and make a killing. Guess what? No one's going out of their way to pay extra money above face value to watch Jacoby Brissett play quarterback, no matter how good some of the NFL types, uh, media types Who? are saying Jacoby Brissett's going to be. And, and they do have the right to be mad uh, from that regard. You took a risk. It didn't work out. It's like buying real estate and then seeing the housing market crash. Well, you know, it happened. Andrew Look, uh should have given up after the 2018 season. He didn't do it. Chose not to do it. And he deserves to be criticized for that. But everyone in the store is looking out for number one. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show on Fox, as we are looking out for number one, uh, which would be the number one caller. We don't have number line ones. one. You, you can't be line one. We do not have line one, but you are part... Of the show, you can call in here all night long to the wee hours of the morning if you're with us for the full journey at 877-99 on Fox. It's 877-996-6369. We are nine days away from the start of the NFL season. Less than ten days now. The Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Thursday night football. They'll kick it off September 5th. So nine days away from that, the first Sunday in the NFL. Still twelve days away from that, so we get a little bit of time, but only three more days. Only three more days after the first game of the year. We'll say hi to the crew. We'll take your phone calls and also on Twitter if you want to interact with us that way. At Ben Maller, that's at Ben Maller. Flying Hawaiian Airlines. We'll get to that. Not a commercial. We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
4: I'm gonna go play with myself today. I don't know about that. I- be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds are like, you know, here's really Creighton, you know, watch Creighton.
9: Many agree the Ben Maller Show is more fun when you interact with us on Twitter. It's like the Wild West, 280 characters at a time. Debate the issues of the day with our community of knuckleheads and be part of the lunacy by following your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Hot nuts! And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
3: So all about Andrew Luck continues to be about Andrew Luck. There's other stuff we'll talk about later. It's not going to be complete Andrew Luck fest like it was in a previous show. Last night we did nonstop Andrew Luck, but we'll mix in some other things. Uh, flying Hawaiian Airlines, there is a report out that says Andrew Luck had asked the Colts for three months of R&R in, essentially in Hawaii to get his body right. When he went to the Colts with this idea of taking three months and going, and I don't know which island he was going to go to, and uh, chilling out in in Hawaii, uh, the Colts told him, uh, go pound sand, did not agree with that, so someone in the Colts organization has has some courage to not give Andrew Luck whatever he wants, I, I guess, but... If would have flown Hawaiian Airlines direct there or maybe done some island hopping and gone from island to island, I don't know about that, but we've got Eddie here and Roberto and Koopa Loop and everybody here hanging out as we roll into the beginning of our... What is our Tuesday show? It's still Monday on the West Coast, but it's Tuesday as we head into the early morning hours. We so take your phone calls at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Let's do that right now. Let's go to Nails, who is in Austin. What's going on, Nails?
6: How's it going, David Mallard? Your favorite question again?
3: Yes, thank you for starting the show with that. With uh, the caller portion of the show, it's very important. Very important. Oh, yeah. You know how I'm doing.
6: Well, yeah. So everybody else doesn't have to answer that or ask that question. Do you, do
3: you have any old baseball players you'd like to bring up, nails on the show? Anyone, <laughs> any old random baseball players that might or might not be related to you?
6: Uh, uh, no, no. Uh, well, one that's still currently playing, but we're not going
3: to talk about it. No, not not as good as not as Bill Gullickson, not as good as Bill Gullickson, though, right? Not as, <laughs> no,
6: not no. As, no, I mean, I wasted time. We lost the uh, Cowboys' corner to my my. Uh,
3: yeah. Well, some that. would say that's not a loss, though, depending on how you look at it. Some would say that's actually a positive. So...
6: Uh, well, I mean, I've been hearing Cowboy's Corner for a long time. And it's, yes, it's kinda, I have too. And
3: me. Cowboy, no one keeps as close track uh, with the eulogies as Cowboy man. He knows. Uh, he looks at that the back of that paper and see who's dead, and he writes that down. He remembers everything. He doesn't have. Yeah, a compu- no. he doesn't have a computer. You know that nails. He does not have a computer. It's all
6: he doesn't. He's like Rain man. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't read an obituary in a long time, just because of Cowboys.
3: You don't have to exactly. He, he, what he does is he saves time if you listen and in. The some people that listen this hour don't know who Cowboy is because he calls the last part of the show. Yeah. With Cowboy scoring. Anyway, what do you want to talk about, Nails?
6: Well, let's talk about. Uh, I just wanted to say to Christian uh, Houston that uh, I heard of a podcast after I fell asleep. That uh, <laughs> uh, no, I am from Austin, Texas, and I, I agree with you on the whole tie thing. I don't. Yeah. Well, you're like right because you're a,
3: you're a smart man. People in Austin are smarter. I mean, clearly, people in Austin are smarter, and you get or it a little bit it, no, 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 yeah, no, no. In this case, you're you're smarter you know, compared to Chris in Houston, who is a uh, just a, a drinking the Kool Aid for the Astros. I could say some other mean stuff, but I'm not, and uh, that's fine.
6: You know, he's no, he's
3: no. wrong. We're right, and uh, that's all you need in him.
6: No, that's all it is. But as with Andrew Luck, I agree with you that uh, you know we might need to give him some uh, guff because he could have done this a long time ago um, as a uh, rugby player who gets hurt all the time I, uh, you have to just deal with it sometimes and if you're going to keep doing it if you love it that's fine if you want to step away that's fine but I mean, you should figure it out a long time yeah, ago
3: yeah timing matters man timing matters and all these things and he had terrible timing and I don't need to hear a bunch of these uh, ex-jocks who work in the media oh! Tell me, uh, I don't need that. I know. I know. i don't, not having played. I know. You don't quit right before a season like that. You don't yeah. do it. All right. All right, Nils. Very good. Thank you. All right. Go away. Uh, let's uh, say hello to Blind Scott, a former wow. caller of the year, Eddie. Blind Scott. He has not An been. Early able... call from Blind Scott. Who? He usually calls later uh, in the show. Right? Late, but yeah. Maybe he'll call later. I don't know. Hello,
10: Blind Scott. Once is it? On
9: yeah, the
3: north end yeah, of Boston. What's up?
10: Yeah, Kramer. Kramer, he woke me up, he was barking, he got a sunburn on his nose, so I've been having to give him more water, so I had him take him out to go to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, ever since Andrew Luck tried to mess with the Patriots, he, he's he been terrible ever since then. That guy's a bum. He can get out of here, you know? I'm playing injured right now, too. I, I got a kidney stone, and that's why I'm up now, too, but uh, that's going to pass in a few minutes. Uh, hey, you know, we went in... A few minutes?
3: A few minutes? How do you yeah, know it's going to pass in a few minutes?
10: Well, it feels like it's about to. I've been standing in the shower and stuff, and I uh, oh, like walking wow. around, trying to drink water. But hey, hey, uh, we went over the weekend. I went to a convention for the blind, and my mom was like, "That wasn't the best dressed bunch of people, you know." But uh,
11: <laughs> we, <laughs> we ran into
10: <laughs> we, we, uh, we ran into Kramer's uh, brother there, and his oh. name was Brokis. Yeah, and uh, it was just a coincidence, and they tangled up with each other, and Kramer started talking to him, and uh, Kramer's brother was only 60 pounds, and, and Kramer's 90 pounds, Kramer's the biggest one, I guess, and then I found out that Kramer's mother was a golden retriever, so... Kramer's Park Golden Retriever too, you know.
6: We're
3: learning the whole family lineage of Kramer. This is uh, amazing. Now, for those that don't know Kramer, <laughs> uh, we've all met Blind Scott. Sky- well, uh, Roberto hasn't, and Coop hasn't, but Eddie, you didn't. Oh, yes, you
10: haven't either. Eddie, I no. have- I'm the only one that's met. I met Blind I, Scott I feel several like times. I've, met him,
3: I've hung know. out with him. We've had a meal together, and uh, and all that. Blind I Scott, sit but that when I pee.
10: Yeah, I'm famous. I, I've stood by you ever since you got fired from all these shows. Like that. <laughs> I was show boss that you were on, and yeah, I, was your right. promo- I was your promoter. And I, I like it how you don't introduce the crew anymore. I'll just come on and do a call every night, you know, and fire up the troops, and then everybody will come in. You know, I'll save the show. I can carry it for you. You know, I was yeah. defending Doug. I was defending Doug too. I saw Bo Jackson came out of retirement and started tweeting on. Twitter, you know, I haven't heard about him since Sports Illustrated in the late '80s. You know what I mean? I want. To, I always wonder what happened to him. Well, well know, he's played a team. lot
3: of golf, Bo, over the last thirty years. A lot of golf. A lot of golf. I don't know what else he's doing, but a lot of golf.
10: So. Yeah, we're killing it on the sports hub. You know, some guy says he waits in the car before he goes into work to listen to my calls and stuff. So, you know, you should just say Blind Scott's coming up. You'll get more uh, ratings. So stuff. you think people that should be, instead time.
3: of teasing Hawaiian Airlines, I should have said, coming up, we'll check in with Blind Scott.
10: That would have yeah, been yeah, yeah, the, a ratings winner, yes? Yeah, yeah. then people will just hang on a little bit longer. You 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 need me for the show because I carry I carry all the dead weight around here. There's no good callers at well, I call in. Well, what what are you
3: talking about? We got Wayne in Southie. I see him there. He's a legend. You don't like Wayne from Southie?
10: Oh yeah, yeah. But he just doesn't do it for me anymore. You know, he's he's overrated, and he always has the same thing about Tom Brady. That's all he knows. He's like a one trick pony. You know. And you're not. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, uh, the, I'm the number uh, one. I'll take anybody on any time. You know, nah, I hear you're you. not. Did you see Sirius Sean? He got suspended from his radio show, too. we got to find out what happened. Yeah,
3: then, I, you know? I, I, he was yelling about it. One of our callers did a college radio show and got banned from his college radio what? show. What? Yeah, yeah, it's on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm right, trying to find right. out what happened. That's a good point. Thank you, Blind Scott. Let, let, we should try to guess what, what he did. Do you think there's a chance maybe the person that's programming the college radio station finally heard that he was what he was doing? <laughs> well, that,
9: and honestly, I, I I love Sean, but we I, love Sean. I, I was wondering, like,
3: how could he get suspended?
9: Because who's listening?
3: Yeah. Well, apparently one person I was guess so. was listening, and uh, well, you think he was doing that whole cowboy stuff.
9: Yeah, but that's not suspension worthy. That might be Well, if you're on a college
3: radio station, you're supposed I've, to play I've done music. college radio. You can do whatever you want as long ah, as you don't curse or either. do anything ridiculous. That, apparently not. Maybe they've changed college radio. Already. They've no, changed they're, it they're up. No,
9: they're happy. He, he's carrying the network. <laughs> not anymore. The network, yeah. is college stations, in trouble.
3: Right, we gotta-
12: maybe they looked at his Twitter likes.
3: Oh, yeah. Maybe he had something polarizing
4: there. <laughs> I was right, say he
9: likes some of the lovely ladies on <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
9: Some more news from the NFL where Ezekiel Elliott, Cowboys holdout running back, has I guess broken his silence if you want to call it that. He's uh, still in Mexico so there's no microphones there. But apparently he did an that's interview crazy. with Maxim magazine, which I didn't even know was still a thing, but uh, he that said That used to be very popular Maxim magazine. It was. It magazine. was uh, well,
3: because they put the scandally exactly right in That Before we, internet. Oh, I love that is another magazine. Yeah, it's 100% yeah, yeah. right Great yeah. magazine. Yeah. But yeah.
9: apparently it's still going on and they talked to Zico and he said, "Quote, I love playing for the Dallas Cowboys. I love the organization, my teammates. I don't want or I do want to be a Cowboy." For the rest of my life, and hopefully that's a possibility, but even Emmitt Smith, the greatest running back ever, ended up playing for a couple years for another organization, so it's just the nature of the game, but I want to be a Dallas Cowboy for as long as I
3: can, end quote. That's a threat. That is a threat. A veiled threat by Zeke Elliott. It is the Ben Maller Show. Great news. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com and see how much you could save. Well, those triggered Andrew Luck snowflakes are very upset with me. They are very angry with me. They're on the warpath. How dare you? How dare you attack uh, attack our God? Shame on you! Yeah, a lot of uh, angry messages. You know, the cowards hiding Racist. behind their phone and all that stuff. It's uh, it is that's how it works. I understand. You hide there. You run. You. To put your shot, drop your bomb, and uh, move on. That's uh, that's how it works. So good for you. Of course, none of these people call up because we just destroy them in a debate. They have no facts on their side, so they're just yelling and screaming and all that. So uh, Anyway, to the phones we go, and we mentioned him a little while ago. We stay in Boston. We just talked to Blind Scott. He's on the north end, but when you go from in Boston, you go from the north end, you go all the way down, you go to the south end in Southie, and that's By the Wayne. Way, real real quick, yes, before we what? get to Wayne,
9: well, okay, Yeah. that blind Scott call deserved a little bit of a discussion. He's uh, he's standing in the shower.
3: Yes, yeah, uh, kidney stone, <laughs> he kidney said. stone, and yeah. he
9: went to a con- was a convention for the blind.
3: Yeah, I knew about that. He emails really? me his travel itinerary.
9: I, I'm a little bit fascinated by what goes on at the Convention for the Blind. A lot well, of, uh, it's for
3: those that have the, the help dogs, yeah, whatever yeah. they call them. I don't know. Uh, the seeing eye dog, I used to call them they that, but I think that's offensive do- now. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're a help dog. I don't, help 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 dog. dog. <laughs> I don't think they call them seeing eye dogs anymore. I think they change. That's offensive? Seeing eye dogs. it's dog? a service dog or something Service like dog, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think service, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Boy, they even could, we can't even use seeing <laughs> eye dog? That's offensive? Holy <laughs> Moses. Anyway, so he. yeah, I guess because he Got the dog years ago. They get together every so often, every couple of years or whatever, and they all the people who have seeing eye dogs or again uh, service dogs get together and they schmooze. I'm I'm just okay. I'm yeah. just
9: curious as to like what kind of activities they have at the.
1: Uh, oh, I
3: play the blind football, convention. tennis, golf, and all that. No, <laughs>
1: no. Blind not.
3: Scott has played blind baseball before. He's done that. They put a sound thing in the ball. Where yeah. it beeps. Hmm like a tone, and then there's like one on the bases where they go run. Yeah. yeah. You think they should do that for the Royals? Allow them to use the beeping baseball <laughs> so Anything they know would when help. to hit it? Anything yeah. would help. When the sound gets louder, swing the bat. You might make contact. <laughs> you might. Maybe put it on a tee, do that. Yeah. Uh, but we do need to get to the bottom of one of our callers to find out what he did there, the the, uh, the great Cowboy fan. Not, not the Dallas Cowboy fan, just a fan of old Westerns. Spaghetti Westerns, right? You like those yeah. spaghetti Westerns?
9: Uh, Gunsmoke, it. the old TV show.
3: Yeah, yeah. And some are blaming us, Eddie. I I read some people think that we are somehow involved in this. That we were a bad influence and we got him in trouble because he copied something that we did on the show. But, possible? No, nah, n- nothing at all. Nothing, nothing at all. All right. Uh, let's go to Wayne now in Southie. We made him wait a little longer, so that'll mean he's uh, he's more fired up. Hello, we'll Wayne.
13: Drinking in seven years. That. Whoa, what's that, Wayne? Mella, what the hell was that? We're going to go to Wayne. Oh, yeah, blind scarred. Up. For 15 minutes, you let me on, uh, on hold. Well,
3: I'm sorry, Wayne. I mean, Here you know.
13: I am. Well, well, what kind of. Uh, uh, calm, down, calm
3: down, calm down, Wayne. It's no all right. Be to the phone. Calm I down. got
13: to zinger to stop this. Ready? I guess Andrew Luck and the coach look really defloated. <laughs> no.
3: Nah, look at that. You know what that is? Schadenfreude.
13: you <laughs> <Stop> that,
3: <baby. laughs> Listen, Wayne, you had that voodoo doll working, right? You had the Andrew Luck voodoo doll. It finally worked. You paid. you paid a couple no, bucks online. No?
13: That idiot did it himself. Remember when he used to say, I don't feel I'm in the game until I get hit <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, Look at you.
13: You remember when that big goof? I used to call him the big goof. Yeah. Remember I call him, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa. Who? Yeah, just like that. Yeah, Look yeah, at you. I used you.
13: To call him the big goon. No, I heard you, Wayne. Heard. I, heard, I
3: heard every part of that, Wayne. Absolutely. Hey, now, think about this. All your hey, shenanigans. Yes, Brady's
13: what? Call, Brady's going for the seventh Super Bowl and Andrew Luck's going for the seventh
3: bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> How good does this feel, Wayne? Come on, I can tell. I can tell. Look at the line. You know what you're doing, Wayne? You're grave dancing is what you're doing, Wayne. You're dancing on the grave of Andrew Luck's career. So what you do?
13: Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Mel, wait a minute. Hold on. Did he walk out of with like $98 million?
3: No, he made ninety-seven million dollars, but he, no, he he left. Did, he just a, a big contract
13: and they gave nah, him. It was
3: a couple. He, he had a couple years left with awesome money, like exceptional, fantastic money. But he he made uh, almost a hundred million. How do you? I you mean, know, a hundred million, Wayne. You had a hundred million. What would you do with that money, Wayne? If you had a hundred million, I'd
13: do the same thing. Andrew Luck says my knee hurts.
3: <laughs> Your knee hurts. You'd be like, I'm suddenly over. I'm overmatched. I'm 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 gasping for breath. I need to hey, retire.
13: Look at it this way. They know. So radio was they ain't getting nothing. So Andrew dad said, "Hey, listen, I ain't doing this no more. I got a hundred million. My
3: knees all busted up. They hate me. Yeah. I got a hundred million, and he kept saying that over and over. I got a
13: hundred million. I got a hundred million. No, I, I understand, well, but you, you know, a hundred million, man. You, you want
3: to be on this show? Yeah, you? I would. I do it for the people. It's I do it. I do it pro bono. Essentially, that's what I do now. Is pro bono. I do, know, I do now pro now, bono, do pro bono radio. Is what I do. That's we what look, I believe.
13: Hey, did you miss me? I i been over a couple
3: of weeks. I know. Where you been, When? I thought you disappeared again. I thought you forgot what station Mark, we were on. Mark
13: Wahlberg came back to Boston and did reshoots. Two weeks worth the reshoots. So can
3: I, can I go to the red carpet when they have the Hollywood premiere? Can I go and uh, I will hang out with you and we'll go down the red carpet? That'd be fun.
13: Me and you go? No, I'm not walking down the red carpet with another
3: man. No, you will I not. All right, well, you're from Southie. You can't do that. You got to get a hot woman with you. Right? I understand. No, that.
13: no, no, no. I do it by myself. Oh, by or yourself. My, my son, my son, my nineteen. Oh, there oh, you no, go. He, he's like, I ain't doing that. Now, yeah,
3: what? Your kids, your kids, like, I don't want to be with you, pops. Get out. Leave me alone. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. I got you. All right. Thank you, Wayne. All right. There you go. Our friend Wayne from Salve. So the compromise, this is something that I brought up months ago, but apparently, finally, someone's listening to me. Uh, an NFL coach has recommended an idea to change the way the exhibition season is played. A head coach in the NFL would like to have NFL teams broadcast joint practices. This is his solution to cut back on the number of exhibition games uh, which I'm sure will drive Aaron Rodgers nuts, right? Because Aaron, Rod- we know how much the superhuman Aaron Rodgers loves the. Uh, the- he's very regal when he talks about those those Relax. practices and all that. The joint practices. He uh, yeah, unless he's not and he has a hissy fit. Uh, but the o- Bill O'Brien's the coach, the Texans coach. At least for now, he likely will be fired because they'll underachieve. But Bill O'Brien said having. A couple of preseason games, just two, and then having the rest of the television inventory taken up by joint practices being broadcast will appease everyone involved. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, listen, I brought this up a while ago. I still think the NFL is going to be like, well, we need an extra playoff game or two. We need two more wild card games, one in the AFC, one in the NFC. That's what we need. And you can put these on television, these joint practices. All right, spend another show on Fox at the MLB Pick'em. We'll get to that coming up momentarily. Here's the Who Am I game. Christian Yelich of the Milwaukee Brewers at age 27. He became the youngest player with 40-plus home runs and 25-plus stolen bases in a season since me. Again, Christian Yelich of the Milwaukee Brewers. This uh, recently just became the youngest player with 40-plus home runs and 25-plus stolen bases in a season since me. Who am I? The answer next. I'll smoke your wife's leg. I'll pass. I'll pass on that.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Mallor Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
9: Life is hectic. You have lots of responsibilities, so make sure to cuddle up with the Ben Mallor Show on the social network. Join our online radio family. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Mallor Show. You can take part in our weekly features like Ask Ben, Lame Jokes, and more. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Mallor.
3: We'll pay off the Who Am I game in a minute. The Maller Militia with questions. They got questions. They want answers. So we'll give them some answers here. Let's see. Who do we have here? Ernie the Great O'Piner says, Ben, speaking of your weekend days back in the early 2000s, uh, that's when I first listened to you. And do you remember the defensive back former player that followed you? I think it was Green. He was horrible. Um no. We've had some defensive backs that have worked here at Fox Sports Radio, but I don't recall. That's a long time ago, man. They, they, this is like a bus station. There's so many people that have passed through here and given it a shot for a couple of years and then not been either not been good at it or they've gone somewhere else because they were good at it. Uh, anyway, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox as we uh, roll around here in the overnight hours. Let's see. I, I, before I get to the Who Am I game, I would like to welcome The newest audience, you, the newest listener to this show. We are in our maiden voyage in Philadelphia for the Ben Maller Show. We're excited to be on a brand new sports talker that's going to dominate. And they're just getting started. 102.5 FM and 1480 on the AM dial, The Gambler. What a great name for a sports radio station, The Gambler. In Philadelphia, PA. So thanks to everyone there for putting us on. The program director, who also moons lights, is the big afternoon guy. The PM drive guy, so he's important. Uh, Sean Brace, who does the afternoons there. And also thanks to the, the VP of Programming, Brian Check, for putting us on. And the big guy over in sales, Jeff Moore. So thanks to everyone at the station. We're excited to be on there and looking forward to big things in Philadelphia. Although Ooh. I was being I was told that I, since I've been critical over the years of the Eagles fans and the Philadelphia uh, Phillies that somehow that I, I they're not going to take the show. I disagree. I disagree. I've been fair. When, when something deserves praise, I have been willing to praise. Uh, and you know, most of the things deserve criticism. I point that out also. So that's how that works. All right, time now for the Who Am I game. Christian Yelich of Milwaukee, at age 27, became the youngest player with 40 Or more home runs and 25 or more stolen bases in a single season since me? Who am I? That is the question. What's the answer? The Hollywood Jedi is going with Mick Foley as his answer. Terry says it's Blind Scott's Plunger. Barry Bonds, guessed by the New York Bozo. Jiminy Cricket from the Cardiac Stanley account. Who else do we have? A-Rod from Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan. Elroy Jetson, shout-out George from the Cowboy Killer. Jose Canseco, guessed by Mike from the LBC. Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Atlanta Braves, guessed by Eric. Ernie, the great opiner, says the Black Panther. Who else do we have? Easy money's going with the Geico caveman, a.k.a. Andrew's brother, uh, he says. Who else? Uh, let's see here. Can't read that one on there. Kirby Yates. From Patrick, the uber black driver who's excited about the MLB draft next year where the Padres will yet again have a top 15 pick in the Major League Baseball draft. Way to go, San Diego Padres. You continue to amaze. The real Martin from the airport in Denver says Simon Lebon is the answer. What's your answer, Eddie? I believe it's Randy Wynn. Randy Wynn, fine former Tampa Bay Rays. No, that's incorrect. The correct answer. It is not Billy Ripken, which was guessed by Parker the Snow Dog, but I did have the Bill Ripken error card. I thought I would be rich. I'm not. The correct answer, none other than Chipper Jones of the Atlanta Braves in 1999. Way back 20 years ago, so Christian Yellish, the youngest since uh, Chipper Jones. Last player to do that was another Milwaukee Brewer, Ryan Needle, 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 Braun. The Hebrew Hammer, who was chemically enhanced and likely still is chemically enhanced, depending on who you believe and who you don't believe. Uh, that's how that works. Let's say hello to the clone in Fresno. And we'll punch up the right line here. Hello, clone. Hey,
6: Maller. What's going on?
3: All right. What you got, Cole? What's going on, man? Talk
10: to me.
6: Hey, man. Now, I heard them talking about some commercial. I heard that uh, Clay Travis is some cute guy. He's like, supposed to be cuter than you.
3: Oh, really? Well, that's, we're on radio, so I don't think it really matters. I, don't like, Who? I can't really look at us. You know, it's not, If it was television, that would be a problem, but it's radio.
13: Yeah, it was
6: like the, it just says, you know, he's like the the most handsome broadcaster on the radio or whatever.
3: Do you think he's hot?
6: I looked him up, man. I I don't know. You guys are equal.
3: So, they mean Clay, tie. we're tie. We both look, <laughs> look the yeah. same, yeah, yeah. Okay. Whose voice do you like? Whose voice is more pleasurable for you?
14: Oh, uh, well... Since you treated me so bad in the past, uh, I kind of have this like affliction with you now.
3: Oh, so it's like a, oh yeah, so it's kind of like a a guy that treats a woman poorly, and then you the guy likes the woman more, or something like, or, or the woman likes the guy more, vice versa. All right, all right. Well, thank you, Cole. You're gonna really hate me now because I'm blowing you up. Because we gotta get to the MLB pick pick 'em. Here we go. Who's going first, Coop? Hurry up. That would be Roberto. All right, Roberto, hurry yeah, up. Yeah, chop, Walker Bueller. Chop, chop, chop. Walker Bueller, Walker terrible Mueller. pick. Koopaloo. gets the Padres. Padres suck. Koop, Koop. Justin Verlander. All right, that would have been the right pick. Playing uh, the, the race Mike Soraka of the Atlanta Braves. Eddie. Uh, let's go with Freddie Freeman uh, and up. Nolan Arenado. All right, Aaron Judge. Koop. Anthony Rendon. Roberto, the back-to-back. Juan Soto. All right. And Glaber Torres. Koopaloo. J.D. Martinez. Uh, Jose Altuve. Eddie. Mike Fire. We got it in in 30 seconds. We got it in 30 seconds. Yes.
4: It's amazing. It's a record. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
15: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness.
0: He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash Impact.
8: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other.
3: We have seen many people in recent years with viral videos become famous. Remember the bagel guy? He got into the dust-up at the bagel shop, and now he's going to fight Lenny Dykstra in a celebrity boxing match. Well... Someone had been offered, apparently, an NFL contract based on a viral video that took place in the last couple weeks. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We will get back to Andrew Luck. I've been told by management not to get too far away from Andrew Luck. So we have to say his name every 10 minutes. We have a 10-minute ticker here, and we have to say Andrew Luck's name or else I get in trouble. There's a buzzer that will go off. There'll be fireworks that'll go off. It'll be a big problem. So I have to say it's the Andrew Luck. You give us 10 minutes, we'll give you Andrew Luck. Okay, you give us 10 minutes, we'll give you some Andrew Luck talk. But before we get back to Andrew Luck, this monologue is about idiot kickers. Specifically, what took place about 10 days ago, it was last week, at Philadelphia Eagles camp. Actually, I don't think it was even 10 days ago, it was less than that. Uh, Carly Lloyd, you know who Carly Lloyd is? Nah, you don't know who she is. You have no idea. Who? Well, she's a U.S. Women's World Cup soccer player, apparently, so she's probably suing everyone for more money. Uh, Anyway, Carly Lloyd showed up as a fan at Philadelphia Eagles camp, which is appropriate because, hello, we're on the radio in Philadelphia right now. So Carly Lloyd showed up to the Eagles camp, and you might have seen it if you're uh, locked in on social media. She converted a 55-yard double nickels field goal. The moment was captured... (laughs) for the history bank by a cell phone camera and was put on social media and went viral. That led to some in the football establishment to speculate whether or not Carly Lloyd could kick in a real NFL environment. She was interviewed about this, and she said, I've definitely got some inquiries. I've definitely got some people talking about the 55-yard field goal. She told Peter King... Mr. Peter King, uh, she said, that the Ravens were kidding around about bringing her in. I'm sure somewhere Justin Tucker is shaking in his boots. Very concerned. Because Tucker was one of the kickers. It was Jake Elliott of the Eagles and Justin Tucker of the Ravens. It was a joint practice. And they were working alongside Carly Lloyd and helping her out. Now, Hall of Famer Gil Brandt. Just got into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Congratulations. He said he doesn't think it will be long before we see a woman break through the glass ceiling and become a kicker in the NFL. So I wanted to discuss the question, is this chatter of Carly Lloyd kicking? Now, I, I, to me, it doesn't matter unless it's a regular season game. Uh, is this more of a sideshow or more of a real deal? Uh I'm going Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons. My vote is on Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons. You've got felony charges, bankable, and the invisible force field. And we'll put all this together, and we will make some cheesesteak and some tasty cakes is what we're going to do. Okay, see what I did there? All right. Now, A, there was a report, and we need to bring this up. There was a report by Fox Sports, hello, uh, that Carly Lloyd has received an offer from an NFL team to kick this week in a preseason game, according to her trainer, right, this is being reported by Fox Sports. She received an actual offer from an NFL team to kick in an exhibition game. But you want to hear my favorite part of the story? Uh, she already had planes. She couldn't. She couldn't do it. She already had planes. It's so according to the the story, there. You know what this sounds like to me? Well, it sounds obviously like a gimmick and a publicity stunt. If an NFL team really did make this offer... Now, conveniently, Carly Lloyd declined the invitation, according to the report, because it conflicted with the United States women's national team, their game against Portugal on Thursday, which I believe seven people will be watching, uh, which is probably the same number of people that will be watching these NFL exhibition games. Uh, But if she was playing, oh my God, that would have been... A huge clickbait type situation. What a gimmick that would have been. But she said, I can't do it. I got I, I got a gig. Now let's say this is all true, and I'm skeptical. But just between you and I, let's say this is true. You want to bet the the team, whoever this mystery team is, we'll find out, I'm sure if there was actually a team, check the U.S. soccer schedule before making the offer. Like, all right, why don't we will be seen as heroes? We're gonna make an offer. She's no way she accepts it. She got to play for the USA team. Not gonna happen. On the surface, now, a, a woman could certainly, at, at first glance, kick in the NFL. You're not expected to have any physicality as a kicker. And anyone who's old enough to remember the kicking grammaticas know that you don't have to be a very imposing figure to play that position. In fact, playing kicker in the NFL, I've always said that it's, it's kind of like being in elementary school, but every day is minimum day. Uh, Every day is minimum day. It's a cakewalk. It's kindergarten, right? It absolutely is. Now, spoiler alert, though. Here's the problem. Here's the turd in the punch bowl for Carly Lloyd and those that want to see Carly Lloyd kick in the NFL. Kickers are allowed to get hit. They don't get a red card. They don't hand a red card out with hard hits in the NFL like they do in football. Uh, That doesn't happen in the NFL. And we see, it doesn't happen all that often, we see a handful of roughing the kicker penalties on a given NFL Sunday, could you imagine the hullabaloo, the outrage machine, if Carly Lloyd became a professional kicker for the Minnesota Vikings, who need some help in that department, and some 300-pound cyborg for the Chicago Bears blew her up into submission. Could you imagine the video and the whole, oh my God, Marone. What, Mama Luke? That person who delivered the hit, forget pariah, they would call for felony charges to be raised. How could you do? You can't hit a woman, Yeah, but she's playing football. You can't do it. Therefore, I believe it is a stretch to say that we are on the cusp of this happening. Carly Lloyd made a single kick from 55 yards, which I couldn't do and you couldn't do. She also took a seven-step run-up to the kick she, you know, instead of, uh, usually it's a two or three, I think, for NFL kickers, two or three steps, that's it. Because if you do any more than that, guess what? You get blocked. All right? And she also had no pads on, uh, and there were no behemoth defensive players drooling and slobbering as they ran over to try to block the kick. None of that happened. It was a very casual affair. Sore, it was very casual. Saying... That that is worthy of a tryout is farcical. It's not. I mean, come on. Like like someone it's equivalent of someone shadow boxing and saying they deserve a heavyweight fight. Uh, no. That's you know, a championship fight. That's not how it works. Now now, B, from a marketing standpoint, I'm not gonna push back at all here. The NFL would clearly love to have a female who's in the NFL as an active player, she would become the biggest star in football. She would pass, I hope Wayne from Southie's not listening, she would pass Tom Brady by. She'd be the biggest deal in the NFL. You put a woman out there playing in the NFL, you talk about bankable. You talk about cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. The NFL marketing arm would glorify and canonize whoever that woman is. Imagine the publicity. Girl power! Boy, would that be big! Man, would that be huge! Breaking the ceiling, the all-boys club no more. But again, I continue to be a skeptic. And Gil Brandt, if you listen closely to what Gil Brandt said, he used weasel terminology. He said I don't think it will be long before we see a woman in the NFL what is your definition of long Gil Brandt what is your because my definition of long and not that long it's different than likely your definition so now I expect more pressure from you know now that this is out there say well if Carly Lloyd didn't want to do it why not why don't we get somebody else Uh, And some special interest groups and all that will be throwing stuff out there and they'll champion equality and and all that. The NFL should allow women to kick. I just wouldn't hold my breath on that. Uh, I would not. And I got to be careful. I'm I'm tiptoeing the line. I don't believe I'm being sexist in saying this. But maybe I, I'm just talking about the biological of man. Uh, we do we still have men or women? Or are we all some the same gender? I'm confused. I don't understand. I mean, are we all the same gender? Uh, I think we have differences. I think there are. There's more testosterone generally in the guy. Am, am I wrong? Is that offensive? Am I offending anyone? Is anyone offended by this? No? no. I love our balls. Yeah. I. I don't. Well, I don't know about that. Chop chop. Uh, I don't know about all that. But th- th- there are differences. I mean, I, again, I'm old. I guess I was raised that there, you know, w- women have certain goodies and men have other goodies. I was I was raised like that. But it's, but it's more than that. It's more as le- athletically. It's it's more than that. Uh, but anyway, you see, it's like Mike Tyson. You know, the, the key part is the hit thing. The key part is, and again, kickers don't have to be Adonis like figures, but you are going to get the occasional. Savage here. It's the old quote from Mike Tyson that we use a lot. Every everybody has a plan when they get into boxing until they get punched in the mouth. Everyone thinks they can be a kicker in the NFL until something goes wrong. The snap is botched and they get trucked. Then suddenly we we find out. And and Carly Lloyd doesn't seem like the right person if you're going to try something like this from a felicity stunt standpoint. Carly Lloyd's 37 years old. She's five eight one forty. Why don't we get like a 280 pound woman out there and have her boot the football through the uprights? But Justin Tucker, who's the top kicker in football, 6'1, 180, like 185. Steven Goskowski of the Patriots is 6'1, 215. Just to give you a ballpark figure of where the kickers are, some of the kickers in the NFL. And uh, we'll see where this goes. This story just dies it a one-day story. And you know how good would she be if she was wearing pads on someone like Carly Lloyd with a defensive line bringing the heat, and she doesn't get an eight-yard running start? Now, the last word on this, outside of bending the rule book, changing the rules of football, which is certainly a possibility. They change rules all the time. They have the competition committee. But outside of that, it just doesn't seem that this is a realistic possibility. Even in 2019, even with some woke NFL team saying, we got to do this. We got we to gotta make this happen. The optics, that's the key part to me. The optics of, again, a woman getting obliterated by a hit. That would cause the NFL to rethink this idea. It would. You would have to give the kicker the uh, the new soccer style kicker whatever a red jersey like they do in practice you ever go to an NFL practice the quarterbacks wear the red jersey that tells the defensive players it's like bullfighting you don't touch the, the red stay away from the red stay away, in this case stay away from the red uh, essentially making the NFL if you did this if you did that and had a red jersey on the kickers and say well you can't touch the kicker you'd essentially make the NFL 11 on 10 right you, you'd have one team on, shorthanded and the other team on the power play um, you know that that's how it works. I, I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. And you you can't give a team that kind of a disparity. At least you you shouldn't say well one player doesn't matter all that stuff. But the other the other possibility is some kind of invisible force field. Maybe Google can come up with something like that, like a invisible bubble. Uh, now keep in mind the top U.S. women's soccer team which won the World Cup and is demanding more money, lost to an under-15 boys club. Well, I can't get over that. Every time I think of the women's soccer team, I can't get over the fact they lost to a, a team in Dallas and all that stuff. But uh, it, it's crazy. When you think about the, the shortage on kickers, and I think we all agree there's not that many great kickers in the NFL. It's it's odd. There's only 32 that are needed, and they can't seem to come up with 32 good kickers. Maybe they come up with 10 good kickers at a time, but it's it's... Not many more than that, bunch of average kickers, and they've tried soccer players before. They've they've dabbled. NFL teams have dabbled with you know forget just women men's soccer players, and it hasn't really worked. They've tried also Aussie rules football players. They brought in in fact there's some guys that have had careers as punters. Uh, who have done that. Anyway, it is the Ben Maller Show. We'll get back to A- Andrew Luck. That's right, Andrew Luck. We'll get back to Andrew Luck. I don't want that buzzer to go off there. I don't want to get in any trouble here. Uh, if you would like to be part, 877-99 on Fox, 877 996 We'll say hi to the crew, and also, is it now Hobo Harry? We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
4: His name is Dave, and he's known as Dave. Really? That's his name. Be sure to catch live editions of The Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
8: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
5: Many
9: agree the Ben Maller Show is more fun when you interact with us on Twitter. It's like the Wild West, 280 characters at a time. Debate the issues of the day with our community of knuckleheads and be part of the lunacy by following your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He's manning the phones. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop-de-loop Justin Cooper. And he's at UH Bronco Fan. You didn't go... (laughs) <laughs> and now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
3: We'll get the hobo Harry story. We'll get to that coming up here momentarily. Said a Maller monologue about Carly Lloyd. She says she was offered, or trainer trainer says she was offered a contract to hang out and play in the NFL exhibition game this week, but she was busy. She had other plans, so she couldn't partake in it. Ernie, the great opiner, says all the Bears need is Gus to kick a 43-yard field goal. You ever see that movie, Gus, back in the day, I Eddie? did as a child, yeah. It's a solid movie. The the uh, field goal kicking mule, Gus. Yeah. They don't make movies like that anymore, do they? I don't know. Remember the coach? Coach, uh, what was the who was the guy? What was the actor's name that was the coach? Was it Ed Asner? No, it wasn't Ed Asner. Who? It's a skinny comedian oh, don Knotts! yeah don Knotts. there you go good job by you don Knotts. any other old movies old football movies you want to talk about you're a fan of wildcats they had a female coach eddie they were good i know goldie hahn yeah. is she, she was a, a part coach. of this
9: la team somebody i thought i heard that i don't know if that was and that's how they got their nickname i i that could yeah. be totally false i thought i heard that though
16: the movie football movie with the female kicker necessary roughness you guys remember that
9: one i do kathy ireland that's right yeah
3: Been some bad football movies. Oh, there there have been so many. The program?
9: No, that's awful.
3: (laughs) Any given Sunday. Terrible, (laughs) terrible, painful. Yeah, it's not. uh, uh, Hollywood just can't capture. Very, very. They they make it very cheesy. Very cheesy. Yeah, a lot of. They love the cheese. They sure do. Extra cheese, as they say. All right, to the phones we go. Adam is in
11: Chicago.
3: Hello, Adam. You are next on Fox.
11: Hello. How's it going?
3: What's up, Adam? How can we help you, bud?
11: So I'm talking about uh, the luck thing. Got to get that 10 minutes in for you. Thank you. So, um,
3: take take 15 re- if you want. Just keep going.
11: <laughs> um, what this reminds me of is I had a brother whose fiance left him um, at the rehearsal dinner. And I just thought, you know, it's the same thing with the timing. The timing is horrible. And then I hate the fact That when all this happens, I got to listen to every sportscaster talk about how horrible the indie fans are for booing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to understand,
3: Adam. There's a lot of douchebags that work in the media. There's a lot of ex jocks and jock sniffers that, you know, anything these guys do, they worship, and you can't criticize them. It's crazy how pathetic this has become, but that's the world we live in, man. These guys are gods, and anybody that criticizes them, you're condemned. How dare you? Except, ironically, Vontae Davis, who quit in the middle of a game, people killed him. It was a feeding frenzy on him, but Andrew Locke, he's the patron saint. You can't criticize Andrew Locke.
11: Yeah, and I don't don't know. It's always a new fan base of who's the worst fan base ever for booing, and right now it's Indy's turn, I guess. But, I mean, they found out right then. Yeah. What, what do you expect people to? It, yeah,
3: it was a yeah. It was a vis exactly. I mean, it was a visceral reaction. <laughs> people were, like, were finding out on their phones that their star quarterback who they thought was going to be playing and, he went, and it's not like if we wanted to say we had a, a season ending injury or a career ending injury, you'd be okay. I can process that. It's not that he's hurt and he can't play. It's he doesn't want to play. It's like it's like who does that? Andrew Luck's the guy that does that. He's like I'm I'm done. I'm going to check out. I'm going to take my ball and go home and. Go spend my money yeah. and live on the beach good for him I hope he has a wonderful life lives a long life. he'll be bored out of his <laughs> mind but I hope he has a great time now you am you're, uh, you're, you're. was it your brother that was left at the altar Adam?
11: <laughs> not left at the altar but, but yeah. at the rehearsal dinner Yeah, and you know he had, to, so, he had to come out and tell his family yeah she left she's oh, stressed he says she can't do it
3: oh my and, god and were, was her family there also? everyone's family? oh yeah oh my how much yeah. money did they spend on the wedding?
11: oh it was like 20 grand Oh my God! Twenty grand on a wedding, wow, yeah.
3: that's wild. And so, like, were the people? I mean, it wasn't your brother's fault. It was her. She was the one that. Yeah, built. she
11: said she had this new job. they was stress. And our reaction off the bat wasn't, "Oh, you know, too bad for her." You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's let's worry about her and it's her life and her decision. Your reaction to that was why? Why is she doing this right now and deciding that she can't do this? Yeah, right at the rehearsal well, dinner, you, everything. You, you could him, she right? could
3: have at least gone through the ceremony and then backed out and not signed the actual document. Where you're because you're not actually married at the ceremony, you had to like sign the paperwork and all that. Uh, yeah, that reminds me of Richard Jefferson. Didn't Richard Jefferson do the same thing? The basketball player, he was going to get married and then the very like the weekend. Yeah, of the, he did. The weekend of the wedding, yeah. he bailed out. Oh, said, I can't do it. I can't get married. So Yeah, all right, that's an interesting story. Thanks, Adam. All right. There you go. The great Adam in Chicago. How
16: He's about up? all those people that have to rehab because they have a serious, like, they have to learn how to walk again or stuff like that? Yeah. God forbid that happened to Andrew Luck, right? He's just going to quit. These are gladiators. He's not there for your
3: entertainment. I'm trying to get all the arguments the dopies uh, are, are throwing out there. I'm trying to get them all lined up. Uh, so Hobo Harry, I don't know if you saw this here. But a photo has been making the rounds of a former NBA player, which apparently has become homeless. Uh, The guy played in the NBA uh, for a number of years, mostly with the Cleveland Cavaliers. also played with the Boston Celtics. Delonte West. Have you guys seen this photo of Delonte West? There's a photo, I believe it was taken in the Dallas area. And Delante looks like if that is him, and people have looked at the tattoos and said, yep, that's him. Um, but it it appears that he has really taken to some 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 meth. Uh and, and I, he's you know he's down on his luck and he looks to be. He's not with a bronze mom anymore? He's uh yeah, I think they moved on. I think they've gone their separate ways. Uh, one of the great stories uh, years ago. But t- yeah, I'm looking at the photo here, and Delante looks disheveled. He looks it's it's bad man. There was a rumor a couple of years ago two years ago I think it was that Delante was living on the streets and and he was down on his luck but he did play long enough in the NBA where he's getting a pension. So it's always confusing. I know people are bad with their money. I understand that. Maybe he's got a gambling problem. It appears he has a drug problem from the photographic evidence I'm looking at. But if you get a pension, maybe he's too young to get the pension. Maybe that's it. Maybe he's too young to collect the pension. You have to wait. I'm not sure how the legal ease, the minutiae of the pension program in the NBA. And he's still a young guy, still young enough. He could probably be playing somewhere. But Wow. If you haven't seen that, you gotta yeah, check it out. Wow. If you see you saw the photo yeah. of the Roberto? Yeah, not uh,
16: It's not good. It's tough, man.
3: Well, he was never easy on the eyes, but but this is <laughs> I, was uh, gonna, I was gonna yeah, say that. Yeah that same thing. I mean if he's right not at,
9: looking good now, I mean that's uh saying something. But he
3: looks like he's aged even like so much. You know, some well, you do certain they, they say drugs will do that to you. Yeah, man. It's like, Wow. Well, I hope he gets uh, some help, man. A
4: lot of people fighting those demons. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: Ben, back to more from the Andrew Luck yes. saga. Now We need every Andrew Luck story we can possibly get because we have 10-minute tickers. Give us 10
9: minutes. We'll give you Andrew Luck. I'm sure you saw this and... Look, I I understand Frank Reich is going to not say anything controversial, but some of his comments, I think, for people like you and me who have a certain opinion on this, just make you shake your head. Uh, He had a press conference, and, of course, he was asked about Andrew Luck, and the question came up, uh, did Andrew Luck let the
3: team down? Did you see his response to this? Uh, He he was, let me guess, Uh, he was, no, not at all, Uh, we love Andrew, something like that. Here's
9: the quote, Andrew did the right thing. He did the right thing for himself. He did the right thing for his team. And then here's the part where you're saying, right like, what? He did the courageous thing. Courageous? He did the
3: honorable
9: what? thing. Was the quote oh, I, from you know what?
3: Frank Wright. If, if I owned the Col- Colts, I'd fire Frank Wright. I would fire him. What he an idiot. F- Dummy. Courageous? Co- I mean, courage. what do you think of a courageous? You like I, maybe I, running into a building and saving someone from a fire. Maybe he's courageous, right? Or uh, going into some kind of a hostile situation. Quitting, courageous, is and courage- honorable is not what what comes. Rambo's down. courageous. Yeah, that's right. Sly man, he, he courageous.
10: Right, that's come right. on, man. coming out. Good yeah, god. There's a go, huge
3: huge I'm watching it. There's a huge
9: billboard right outside the uh studios. I'm watching it. I oh, did care. they put that up yes, there? The, yes, yeah. the Rambo movie
14: that's
3: coming. Yeah, whatever we right outside if you ever come visit us at the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, right outside, there's a big billboard and all the new movies. So whatever the new hot yep. movie, because the studio's own the billboard.
16: I'm watching it. I don't care, man. <laughs> i <laughs> very, very excited about this.
9: I, like I said, I, I know Frank Reich is is not going to say anything controversial. I get that, but you know, I and I understand yeah. saying you know, hey, it was his his career. He he did what he felt was right for him, but. And then it just, it just takes it to another well, level well, when I say. you say it, it, courageous it, 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 and it's, it's honorable. Like a,
3: it's like a urinating match. Everyone's trying to one-up each other with compliments for Andrew Luck. <laughs> it's, it's what's going on here. It's, it's like, oh, I, I'm going to compliment him more than you. No, no, you can't say something nice about him. I'm going to say something nicer. And that's how it goes. It's It's ridiculous. It's so it's so crazy. I was reading a story earlier about T.J. Simers, this old columnist from the L.A. Times, who was a muckraker. He he just stir. He was a, a poop stirrer. I was gonna say the word. I'm not allowed to say. Uh, well, you that is the stuff you lately. You've been dropping all wow. kinds of profanities. Had right, day. But true. but the point of like T.J. was like really the last of the is He would stir things up. He would question people. Now the sports media are cheerleaders. They're cheerle- They don't do. They don't question anything. They're just rah rah. It's it's pathetic. So. Anyway, all right, so uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox, as we press on from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Didn't Wasn't there a movie called Courageous years ago? I think there was a movie. Uh... I think that's
9: they, that was the name of that Mark Wahlberg uh, Eagles, where he played for the Eagles. Oh, was that
3: a... F- oh, okay.
9: Yeah. That was Okay. It was, all, it was right. That all right. Yeah. That was good. It was decent. As, as football movies go, it was okay.
3: The, what about the game plan? Ernie says the game plan with Dwayne the Rock Johnson got 5% on Rotten Tomato. I don't-, you don't I don't remember that? One, that? No.
9: I know he was in like Gridiron Gang. He was a coach of well, like- Well, they uh, just put
3: Dwayne Johnson in any movie and certain percentage of women will just go What was it called? To... Game plan? Google Dwayne yeah. Johnson. Yeah, uh, it was called the, the Game Plan starring Dwayne that's the Rock That's a Disney Johnson. movie. Nah, that's a whack. It's a kid movie? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Twack is a Twack. A... Mr. Yeah, it's nice right. Guy said I don't, people, I don't think they say
9: that anymore.
3: Mr. Nice Guy said North Dallas forty is the that, only good- That is
9: old
16: school right there.
3: Didn't they make a remake of that a few years Isn't, ago? I hope not.
16: And you guys mm. didn't watch Remember the Titans? Supposedly the movie that was good. I haven't watched it. What about Little Giants? Remember that? Oh, one. that's Little a good one. Yeah. Uh, classic. <laughs> Wait
3: a minute. That's a Disney <laughs> movie, Roberto. Yeah, when I was younger though, was... He, was he was in the right demo, so exactly. it was all right. All yeah. Right. All right. There you go. Uh,
9: uh, they redid, um, yeah, uh, the longest yard. I think maybe. Oh, think was like that, that it? Yeah, oh, okay. Adam Sandler ruined that
3: movie. Okay. I, I, oh yeah, yeah. that one was bad. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to confuse my movies because people take these I things know. very seriously, and you don't want to mess that up because that would be problematic. All right. So the the Ben Maller show. Let's go to the phones. Uh, let's see. Does radio radio qualifies as a football movie? Right. That you know. You ever seen? Yeah it? that yeah. that movie's
9: great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess so. Cuba Gooding Jr. and uh, yeah, um, but Forrest Gump. And Harris, Forrest Gump did play for Alabama. That's, that's right, true. That's yeah. a good movie.
3: That's a football movie. Yeah. How about Rudy? There's cheesy oh, Rudy. Ugh players that played at Notre Dame say that that did not actually Joe happen. Joe
9: Montana got a lot of heat when he said that thing was all, told a whole bunch of crap.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that guy's gotten a whole career, that Rudy guy. He's like he a still does mo- public speaking. Yeah, he's yeah. a motivational speaker and he's hey, good for him. living his whole life on apparently a lie. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> all uh, right. Remember uh, Joe
9: Montana said that he was a joke? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I've heard some other guys that so played. They on, laughed like, at him? Yeah, they were, they were goofing. The like, other guys on the team were goofing. Alright. Uh, so, did were they goofing because they did that as a, as a gag because they hated him was that was that the, the deal anyway right, let's go to phylexis america's favorite seven-toed drag queen caller who in new york hello phylexis
17: i say the same thing
14: when i hear eddie's voice Ooh. wow hello ben
3: how about, hello, how about leather nbc leatherheads you ever know, see leatherheads no no yeah, but george, I, george I, I, Clooney I remember
9: was. that uh, george Clooney Krancic. was in that yeah,
3: yeah. i've seen leatherhead I, the water boy <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, like I, am, I like the water boy I am,
14: I am not jealous of anybody that lives in Boston. Okay, let's get that clear. Wow. I can Thank blow on a Monaco like anybody else can. How
3: about We Are Marshall? You you see that? That was the uh, yeah. Um, what was uh, what's his name? He had a yeah, the guy with his shirt off all the time. Matthew. Yeah, McConaughey I think his shirt
9: was, was on <laughs> in that movie though. I don't was
3: it? I think. Yeah. We Are Marshall. No, that was
14: you
9: yeah, it. Friday Night like, Lights. Friday Night Lights was not bad. Oh, that was a good, movie. A good yeah, movie. Yeah, that one was good. That oh, was I, got one. Good. I got
3: one. I got one, guys. Draft. They came
14: from draft Peter day.
3: Oh,
16: Remember draft God, day? No, no. <laughs> Kevin Costner's oh, yeah. sore. I saw it on, a... on an airplane. Awful. I yeah, yeah, saw it on a plane bad. too.
3: Actually, I saw yeah. it on a plane.
16: What? Ben? I'm trying to talk about movies. I'm what? Talking about movies here for like this.
3: Come on.
14: What? Well, I'm trying to tell you something about movies too. Jerry Maguire.
17: Wait. The guy that played Peter Pan played the quarterback in Friday
14: Night Lights.
3: Okay, nobody cares. <laughs> I
14: know, but I just want to race. How's that race?
3: Varsity Blues. Did anyone mention Varsity Blues? Oh, nah. that was okay. But, uh, right. That was decent. That's all right. That's yeah. a long time. That's 20 years, though. That's a long. That's before just my like time.
14: Just Philadelphia.
3: Just like you want, what do you want to welcome the people? We're on in Philadelphia right now. You want to welcome Hello, in
14: Philadelphia? I hate your city. It stinks. I perform there. That's the great. That's not really that's, what we're looking for, that's, Oh, that's not what that's, uh, you're looking for. Yeah, I mean. When, oh, I love you, Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. You're 49ers, ers and 78s, and,
3: what? and well, that's a great all, call. all right, all right. look at that. Yeah. There's some dynamite it's over there, oh. there. and then we hit this button right here, and you hit that bat. There you go. Kaboom. Yeah. Right, I heard him wait I heard him while he's being blown up. I heard him talk. That was All his right.
9: last gasp of life right there. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah big big welcome. That's, what a way to welcome our new audience on 102.5 FM and 1480 on the AM dial in Philadelphia. Fox Sports Radio's hub, The Gambler. I'm sure the program director, Sean Brace, is very excited about that, that the caller welcoming us to Philadelphia, trashed Philadelphia, and Brian Check, the program director, or the VP of programming, rather, and Jeff Moore there, the big sales guy. Very happy about that. All right, so Ben Maller, Sean Fox. It is time right now for...
4: It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
3: You know that smell in the air? Koopaloop, he's
4: here.
3: Here we go, No, Ben. Uh, what? Oh. Uh, all right. Ben
12: Roethlisberger said in an interview that aired on Sunday Night Football that he regrets f- uh, calling out Antonio Brown last season because we saw what happened. Do yeah. you think A. B. is still with the Steelers today if Roethlisberger hadn't done that? Absolutely not.
3: Is Roethlisberger just saying that Antonio Brown is such a cupcake that he can't handle any kind of criticism? Antonio Brown had started to check out before that haul, that verbal Donnybrook took place with Roethlisberger. Now his performance was still good on the field. However, there were signs. There were signs that he he had escalated the situation with some jet fuel in Pittsburgh. But, no, this this would not have prevented Antonio Brown from leaving. If the Steelers had thrown some more cheese at Antonio Brown, he would have eaten the cheese and suddenly would have uh, sung the virtues of, of Roethlisberger. And, B, Antonio Brown's main objective was all about the Benjamins. right? The Steelers did not fork over enough money to suit his appetite. He wanted more money. The Raiders were very obliging. They offered all the money and then some. And so that that's it has nothing to do with the words. The, the words are used as an excuse. Mr. Big Chest, he was. He just wanted some more money, and the Steelers weren't going to pay him. Next.
12: Now, Ben, we all know that Bradley Beal likes to shoot the ball. He's a scorer through and through. However, Scott Brooks said on a podcast this past weekend that he thinks Beal could average eight or nine assists this year.
3: Scott Brooks is doing podcasts. Is yes. that right? Okay. Uh, odds of that happening, Ben. Uh, well, they're they're actually not that bad. I mean, for the the Wizards are going to be a garbage team, right? So you figure you're near the bottom of the Eastern Conference which actually helps Bradley Beal's chances because if he wants to average certain point totals, we've seen with James Harden and Russell Westbrook in recent years, as long as your teammates are complicit and they clear the path for you and whatnot, you can have certain statistical thresholds that can be met. And secondly, the main obstacle for Bradley Beal will be his teammates because he's got to, to get the assist, you got to pass to somebody. And I looked at the Wizards and they got Ish Smith And a bunch of guys on milk cartons. Uh, I've never even heard of of most of these guys. So the odds on that, because of the teammates stink, are astronomical. Next! Now, Brook Lopez did an interview recently
12: where he was asked about Giannis and Tedokounmpo. You're all about the NBA, Coop. You love the NBA. I do. Yeah. Uh, Lopez said that he thinks that we've seen only about 60% of uh, Giannis's potential so far. Ben, could you see the Greek freak getting 40% better than the MVP year no, that we just
3: saw from him? Absolutely not. It's a bunch of poppycock Is what that is. When you have reached the summit, which is winning the MVP, you can't go any higher than the summit. The Greek freak, now he can maintain or he can go down. Giannis was the MVP, all-NBA first team, all-defensive first team, and he had new career highs in points, rebounds, assists, field goal percentage, all of that. You don't get higher. You're not going to go higher than that. He, he is, he's at the pinnacle as the MVP. Now, typically, the second thing here, when you win an MVP, you know this, you have a regression. It's like the SI jinx. You're on Sports Illustrated's cover back when that mattered when you've done something amazing, when you've done something great. You're on the cover of Madden when you do something great, something amazing. Normally, you don't do that back to back years. So, uh, my outlook here. As far as uh, as Giannis Adenta is concerned, here is that he's not going to win the MVP award again this year. Uh, you're not. You very rarely have the same winner back to back. They like to shake it up, put different people in there. The only obvious weak link in Adenta Kumbo's game that he could improve on is from the foul line. He shot less than seventy five percent last season, but that. Even if he improved it to 80%, would not be a 40% bumpity bump as far as the produ- productivity. All right, there it is. Mallet of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you failed the decision. That is a win for me. Thank you very much. And I appreciate it.
13: Nothing. You lose. Yes. Good day, sir. Win,
3: win, win. All right, time now for the instant trivia among head coaches.
13: Oh, no. We suck again.
3: To have a winning percentage below 270 with one team. Blank coached the most games in NFL history among all head coaches that finished their career with a winning percentage below 270 with one team Blank ended up coaching the most games with that team. That's the question. The answer next.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern 11 p.m. Pacific.
9: Lose weight while listening to the Ben Maller Show. Your average 190-pound man can burn around 112 calories an hour sitting around listening to the show. We have zero calories and tastes great for your ears. Help us spread the word about this diet-friendly alternative to those same old sports radio programs. All you have to do is show support for the Ben Maller Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Book. And now, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
3: Here's your instant trivia. David, the answer. I almost gave it away. I didn't give it Uh-oh. away. Uh I, oh. I didn't give it away, Eddie. Uh oh. I almost gave it away. I did gave half of it away. Do you know who it is then? Maybe I, you probably do know who it is all right. The, the some of the guests we have: Norm Van Brocklin, Jim Zorn from Georgia Boy, mediocre Kabuki at Norm Van Brocklin, Brian Piccolo from James, Barry Switzerland from Jeff, Lou Brown tossed out by Just Josh, Alton Brown from Jay. Who else do we have here? Let's see: Rod Marinelli from Ernie, the great opponent I thought it was Rod Marinelli. Uh, let's see here, Mister Nice Guys going with the uh, President Macron uh, of France, Morris Buttermaker. Also guessed by the Georgia Boy. Pat O'Brien, our former colleague from Sean in Portland. Nacho Libre tossed out by Tortilla Man Tony. Who else do we have? Tony Soprano from Jacobson. That's his answer. Page down. Jerry Glanville was guessed by Tom from Fullerton. The great Bert Bell from Robert. Let's see here. Tommy Lasorda guessed by Oscar. Can't read that one on the air. Let's see. Vince McMahon from Rob. I am Newton. Knock knees from Johnny Q. That's his answer. Hugh Jackson from the Screaming Possum. What's your answer, Eddie? Well, the terrible
9: coach with the first name David that popped into my head was David Shula.
3: Yeah. Well, you're cheating. though. You don't get credit for it because you're cheating. I didn't cheat. How did you I cheat? Did I cheat?
9: You gave me the you, clue. You weren't supposed to. It's <laughs> uh, not cheating. We, we it's dumped, taking advantage of your nope, mistake.
3: We dumped it. Nobody heard it. It didn't Nobody get didn't. on the air there. It is David Shula. He coached 71 games for the Cincinnati Bengals. One of the dark periods in that franchise's history. There's been a lot of them. Yes. Uh, The second longest run for a terrible coach is Marion Campbell. All the Swamp Fox. With the Atlanta uh, Falcons back in there. He had 68 games. And how upset is Gus Bradley? He's third on the list just recently with with Jacksonville. And he was only nine games from tying Shula. And uh, how great is it? Where's Joe Bugle on that list? Uh, not Joe Bugle had a couple of good good seasons mixed in, so he's not. Oh, you talking about the Raiders? The yeah, The, Raider, the Raider, Yeah, he wasn't good with the Raiders. <laughs> that that wasn't good. Uh, but how great is it? Don Shula is thought of by many not not anymore because of Belichick, but at one point, Don Shula was thought of as the greatest coach in the history of pro football. Still all time winningest, I believe. The gold standard, right? Don Shula and, had the undefeated season, and his spawn is thought of as the worst <laughs> coach. Whoever well, lived, who lasted seventy one years, and you think if his last name was Smith or Jones or uh, something like that, he would have lasted seventy one games. David Shula, with with the, with the I think
9: that ended his coaching career. I don't. I think he got completely out of coaching after that.
3: Yeah, I heard he ran the steakhouse. The steakhouse, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, the Don Shula Steakhouse. Have you ever been to a Shula Steakhouse? Are it still Any around? Good?
9: I, I I assume uh, I it, haven't been to Ditka's either. People what, are telling me on my Chicago trip I got to go to Ditka's.
3: Now nah, go to Connie's. You're good at Connie's. That's all you need, Eddie. Just go to Connie's. And all right. uh, boy, Doc was blowing up my phone. We didn't put him on the other day at the end of last week. He called me like 17 times. Oh my! In the span of about like 20 minutes, like every I mean, it was nonstop.
14: They dropped a guillotine on him too.
3: He's giving me the whole story. He's like, I might coming out to L.A. I'll hang out with you what guys and the, the whole thing. Yeah, you ever eat at Dan Marino's Steakhouse? I I didn't even know he had one. Yeah, there was. I don't know if it's still around.
9: I went to to Brett Favre's Steakhouse. Congratulations! Yeah, it's good.
3: All
4: right. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: The NFL's flea market is open for business. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free... Rate quote. If you're new to the party this hour, welcome. We're here for another couple of hours. The store's open 24 hours a day, seven days. We don't close. We don't, we're always restocking the shelves with hot takes. That's what we're doing. We have a 10-minute ticker here. You know, you get traffic on the ones on some stations. Here you get Andrew Luck every 10 minutes. Give us 10 minutes. We'll give you the latest on Andrew Luck. For example, in the middle of the night, in the middle of the night, about 2 in the morning... When the show started, East Coast time, guess who's the latest celebrity to join the I Love Andrew Luck Club? Who? Dick Vitale. (laughs) Always late to the moment. He's really old, Dick Vitale, at this point. He said, if all you critics about Andrew Luck stepping away from the NFL, get a life, Vitale preached from his bully pulpit. And then he misspelled the word it. He had a break between it. It is simply his right. End of story. Shame on all those that booed and ripped him for just making a personal decision on how he wants to live his life. <laughs> So, so did the did, did message just get to Vital? like it happened on Saturday? Did he just find out about it at 2 in the morning on a Tuesday? Like did somebody call him up, A hey, uh, hey Dickie V? Uh, we got something for you. Anyway, all right, we'll get back to Andrew Luck later. But uh, we are closing in on that glorious hour, the holy hour. Not that kind of holy hour. Where NFL teams are going to be locking in their 53-man rosters. Heading into the final week of the exhibition season. Thursday, everyone plays on Thursday, which brings us to a couple of disgruntled players. And the latest on Jadevian Clowney of the Texans and Melvin Gordon of your Los Angeles, I left my heart in San Diego Chargers. Now, if you have not heard the latest on these guys, and possibly not, we will get you caught up to speed. So the Texans defensive player, the defensive force at times, Jadeveon Clowney, he indicated that he would like a trade to the Washington Redskins. He did this on social media. Now, this is the first time anyone's wanted to play for the Redskins in at least 15 years. So that's big news. And then you've got Chargers running back Melvin Gordon's agent who says his client would be open to a trade with the Houston Texans. Of course, it's obvious he'd be open to a trade anywhere because he doesn't want to play for the Chargers at the contract they've offered. So let's discuss. It's a toss-up question. You make the call. Which player is more likely to be traded between now and the first two weeks of the NFL regular season? Not even opening day. Just the first two weeks of the regular season. Is it Clowney or Gordon? Now, I'm going to go with the Clown Show. I'm going with Jadevian Clowney that is more likely to be traded here. You've got the Screwball, Toyota Camrys, and Overplayed. And we will mix all of this together and we'll make some nachos. Some chicken nachos is what we're going to make because that sounds pretty good. And, uh, you know, I'm doing this intermittent fasting thing and I have some some people who I don't like who I, I think should be struck by lightning who keep sending me food porn. Text messages of food porn, which I don't need. That's not helpful. Anyway, as far as Jadavia and Clowney is concerned, to lead off with, in the lead off position. So Clowney's situation, it is a hot mess. The Texans fancy themselves as a quasi-contender in the AFC. They are putting the finishing touches, as all these teams are, on their roster. And Clowney continues to sit out. He's not a holdout because he hasn't signed a contract. He's an unsigned franchise player. But we are heading towards a Waterloo moment. It, It is up to... To Debbie and Clowney to decide if he wants to remain in Houston or not. The ball is in his court. He's been offered a contract. It's his decision whether he wants to take it or not. Clowney has to report this week. This is why this is a big time, you know, great time to talk about this because if Clowney doesn't report this week and sign the franchise tender for fifteen point nine million, he will not be ready to play in the Texans season opener. So there is a point in. A point of demarcation here, a line in the sand, whatever term you want to use, where if Clowney doesn't sign, he's going to miss the first game of the year. And the same concept, although Melvin Gordon's a signed player, the same concept applies to Melvin Gordon. If he doesn't end the holdout, he will not be able to play next week. Now, you don't need Jay Glazer. You don't need Adam Schefter to to tell you this. Uh, the smart money says Jadavion Clowney would prefer to be traded. There is a disconnect, and we mentioned this a couple of months ago, but there's a disconnect between Bill O'Brien, who is the coach and, I guess, de facto GM. There's a, a bunch of people that are claiming the GM. It's it's by committee. Uh, and the debate is over Clowney. So a lot of the, the chatter around the NFL is the reason the Texans blew out the general manager is because there was a disagreement between Bill O'Brien and the GM – who was a fan of Jadevian Clowney. Apparently O'Brien's not. He didn't want to re-sign Clowney, and that led to the ouster of the hand-picked GM they got from Buffalo. They got rid of him. So you toss in the Redskins on the other side are being run by Dan Snyder. He loves big names. You also have a, a, a an offensive lineman, a disgruntled offensive lineman, Trent Williams of the Redskins. So the obvious simpleton trade even a Rube could say, well, you just, the Redskins trade Trent Williams to, to Houston. They need offensive line help. And then, because trades are quid pro quo, going back the other way into to Washington will be Jadevian Clowney. It's not often how it works. Normally, there's draft picks and they muddy the waters with all kinds of other things here. Uh, but think of this as the match game. If you think of this as a match game, Situation, we have a connection. You've got Jay Gruden. Even though Jay Gruden says he doesn't believe Williams will be traded, you take that with a grain of salt. There, there's, there seems to be a pretty good, pretty good connection on this. I mean, things always have a way of going screwball, uh, but but that seems on the surface like it's, it makes a lot of sense. Now, furthermore, Melvin Gordon. All right, so the way I look at Melvin Gordon, big ticket item at a position where it's not needed. You know, you ever go to a rich person's house, you have a friend or a relative who's rich, and there's certain things in their house that they don't really need, but because they want to be extravagant, they have those You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know, for for example, I'm trying to think of the, the, the perfect uh, analogy. Like, you could, you don't necessarily need a clock on your on your wall, but you can get an old, uh, you know, grandfather clock or something along those lines to impress your friends and say, this is a relic. This goes, you know, 200 years old, this grandfather clock, something like that. You don't really need it. Uh, but Melvin Gordon, not that he's a relic, but think of him as a Lamborghini. You don't need a Lamborghini. You don't. You know what you need? A couple of Toyota Camrys is what you need. You need a couple of Toyota Camrys. They'll do just fine, solid, reliable. You can rotate the Camrys in and out. But you don't need a Lamborghini. You don't need a Porsche. You don't need a Bentley at the running back position. And with Lamar Miller, snap, crackle, pop, goes the ACL. With him being hurt, it's a tough break, exhibition game. He's out. So the assumption is, well, the Texans have to be desperate. They have to get a running back. And Melvin Gordon checks all the boxes of veteran running back. He's been in the NFL a couple years. He's still young, though, and he's good. And the Texans have a gaping hole in the running game. Now, my advice, and I am a critic of the Texans, but my advice is they should not pursue Melvin Gordon. You cannot cannot go down that road because you you have a patchwork offensive line. You can get by with backup running backs, dime store running backs, if you will, on that dime store budget. But unless the Texans' offensive line is is so incompetent, then it won't even matter. So either way, either the Texans can get by with a kind of a cheaper version at the running back position. They're not going to be great, but they won't be the worst in the NFL. Or if your offensive line is so bad, why would you bother trading for a player who's also a malcontent in another situation? And on top of all that, you've got the Chargers who move at a molasses-type speed. The holdout now is at 33, going on 34 days for Melvin Gordon. There's no horizon where you can see, well, here's the end of the horizon. No, you're looking at this just going on day after day. They are notorious, the Chargers, for moving like pond water with these kind of contracts. That's how they've operated going back to their salad days in San Diego. But I would expect the Bolts to let Melvin Gordon just kind of marinate for a little bit there and and think about all the money that he's losing and if he's hell-bent on that record contract. The Chargers, by most accounts, offered him a pretty reasonable salary. The the, the Chargers get off to a slow start. We could revisit this, but I don't think it's going to matter in the long run. Now, the last thing here. All right, so this parlor game of football. I always find this stuff uh, entertaining. Or who's going to cave in? Who's not going to cave in? And we're talking about two guys in particular here, Jadavion Clowney of the Texans and Melvin Gordon of the Chargers. But all these guys think they've got the leverage. right? So it's a high-stake game of chicken. Bok, bok, chicken! Yeah, We will find out who the chicken is, who the poultry is here. We're about to find out who is bluffing and who is not bluffing. Right, you can put all your chips on the table here when the regular season begins. And you make the leverage call, right? You make the leverage call here. Now, what is the leverage call? A, uh, and, here, and here it is, Wh- which of these players is bluffing and who is not bluffing? Uh, and, and that's the first leverage call. But I guess the second one, we'll frame it this way. Who is who is going to most likely get their wishes and, and and be dispatched somewhere else. Now, if you said, "Who are you going to put your money on? A. Jadavian Clowney, B. Melvin Gordon, C. Both," I would still bet on D. None of the above. All right, I would still bet on D. None of the above, because it's more likely than not the Texans, if they do trade Clowney, they're not going to get Trent Williams back from the Redskins. They're just going to get some draft picks. How does that help you? How does that help you? Uh, the upcoming year, and I I know the counter-argument is, well, it doesn't matter if Clowney doesn't play. He doesn't help you either. I got you. But I would go none of the above. Because outside of quarterbacks, you do not have uh, influence. You don't. This has already been a long, drawn-out process or process. Melvin Gordon specifically has overplayed his hand. You know, as far as the negotiation you got to know who you're negotiating with. And the Chargers, again, I keep going back. There's no wiggle room for the Charger franchise. The train is leaving the station. It's Union Station. The train's leaving Union Station in early September, and you can either jump on and be in the caboose, or you can miss the train altogether and be laying on the tracks to be run over by the next train that is coming down the tracks. 10 million bucks, not chicken fees. Well, it's not my life. It's all that. Yeah, but pretty good. All right, so the Ben Maller show on Fox. If you would like to be part, it's all about Andrew Luck as well. Everyone's got a statistic to say how wonderful Andrew Luck is and how great he is. And the Colts, will they retire as number 12? Will they retire? Because he was, no, they had the runner up. They did win a runner up banner. The Colts have a runner up banner from the AFC Championship game. Yeah. That's right. Big accomplishment. Absolute. All right. It's Ben Maller's show on Fox. We'll say hi to the crew here. We'll take your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. At Ben Maller. Giving away the store. Giving away the store. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. I want to make a, um, a, 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 a babaganouche. No, babaganouche is the word,
4: actually. Be sure to catch live editions of The Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
7: Many agree
9: the Ben Maller Show is more fun when you interact with us on Twitter. It's like the Wild West, 280 characters at a time. Debate the issues of the day with our community of knuckleheads and be part of the lunacy by following your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites of the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. (laughs) That's awful, dude. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
3: Ernie the Great O'Piner says, Ben, I know you have said it before, but how long was your holdout from Fox Sports Radio back in the day until you came back? Is is also because you're n- now on the corporate clock because of Eddie's nicknames? Does that include yours too? Not at all. In fact, I, I, my nicknames are not part of the embargo. They've not been embargoed at all. As you know, for our new audience in Philadelphia, I must point out we uh, I'm known as I don't have a, I don't have any ratings, and no one really knows who I am in the business. But I am known for my nicknames. I have been called the spin master of misinformation, the bannering broadcaster, the Beethoven of BS, Jackass. curmudgeon of commentary, chasm of and sarcasm, Facebook, the czar of zany the dark knight of weeknight sports Ooh. radio, the mogul of mischief, Benny the brazen, the king of zing, money ball <laughs> mallor, the facetious fox, the sultan of insult, and the jumping Loser. jack of wisecrack, the insight of overnight, the nabob of negativity, the sage of outrage, the pinnacle of cynical, prince of preposterous, one minute mallor they call me, professor of propaganda, Hazar of hyperbole, Who? and the mad hatter. Of sports chatter. What? It's only half the nicknames. I have another half. But we won't do that right now. You've got to be kidding me. Yes. We're up against the hard one here. No, we're not. Uh, Ernie, also to answer your question, uh, I was the darkest day in the history of Fox Sports Radio. If you ask the historians, the darkest day in the history of Fox Sports Radio was January 20th. Of the year 2009, uh, when I was whacked, uh, fired, gone. See you later. Get out of here. Pink slip. Walk the plank. It was so bad that they almost died at the company because of soup. They had so much soup they almost drowned on the soup that was left when I when I left. But I was off of this radio station uh, and these these radio stations for six months and 26 days. The darkest six months and 26 days in the history of Fox Sports Radio. But, so if you want to go really deep, Eddie, they corrected that. Uh, Frankie writes in. He says, I'm feeling concerned for the Dodgers, Ben. I could not believe it. They dropped another one to San Diego after that horrific series with the Yankees. Listen, there's nothing to be worried about, Frankie. Get these losses out of the way. you got 30 games to go until the the regular season ends. 30 games. That's it. Dodgers have played 132 games. You play 162. And don't worry, all right? Because what I'm going to do, and a lot of people don't know this, but I'm going to go into that Dodger clubhouse and I am going to perform an exorcism. I am going to get rid of all the demons from World Series gone past, the tie in 2017, the loss in 2018. We will correct the sins. It's going to happen. All right, to the phones we go. Let's go to truck driver Chris, who's in Charlotte and is next. Hello, Chris.
18: What's going on, on, Bimbo? A.K.A. d Bo, You the d Bo, uh, night talk. Uh, Sports Talk radio. don't call them Ben Bo. Well,
3: thank now, you. I, I'm flattered. You I need know start what that You need to stall
18: out. Just stall out, man. Stall out. Look, man. Look, did the coach a favor. Me, personally, I would have stayed there, sat on the bench for a year like he did with the hurt shoulder, collected my 25 to $30 million, then I will quit at the end of the year. He did them a favor by leaving now, clearing up salary space, let go sign whoever, Go do whatever. He did him a favor. And number two, the Ravens will win the L.C. North. And number three,
3: Who? Mississippi State oh, will again with again with the again with the, ra- again, the, with the Raven- again with the Ravens propaganda, Chris. You won't let it go with the Who? Ravens propaganda. What's wrong with hey, you? Hey,
18: and, and number three, Mississippi State will pull up the biggest upset in college football when they walk into Tuscaloosa and they bitch slap the hell out of the, <laughs> the damn all the time. <laughs> you want to bet on that? Hey, are you already? Hey, you when the Cleveland Browns don't win the AFC North? Uh, the you Browns, top yeah, top i bet it, listen, hey, listen, hey, The hey, Cleveland
3: hey, Browns hey. are going to win the AFC North. It's I've already. I'm a distant oh, hey, relative Cleveland of the great Browns North. To win the AFC I'm, I'm a distant relative man. of the they great. They win
18: win on Ma- they ain't win no Madden. they ain't going to win. Baker win Mayfield's
3: going to be great. Odell Beckham's going to dominate. You, you watch. Mark my words. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. All
18: way the Browns don't win on Madden. Get over.
3: it. No oh, stop, please. How dare you? And you think, you think Michigan State has a chance of beating Alabama? My God, what's up No, wrong? yo,
18: Mississippi State going beat them. They oh, Mississippi, I thought you said hey, Michigan I'm State. I, thought you was saying. Saying. I was like, I was like, the I was like all right, Mississippi
3: State. It. All right. All right. I, I, I thank you. All right, they'll cover the spread. That, that's not winning the game, though. I mean, I, I know as a gambler it's important you cover the spread, but if you're actually betting to win the game, most people aren't gamblers. I wish they were. It would be great. But most people aren't, so they don't like, what does that mean? I don't understand. I, they covered the spread. but you know. For me, it means a lot. But for other people, not so much. Uh, not so much. All right, so the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Philly Rob is next for the proper welcome Who? to the Delaware ben, Valley. Yes.
6: You're in finally
3: yes because of you Philly Rob you your campaign finally paid off there we yeah. are, this is our maiden voyage in Philly we, on we
13: don't do we don't do shout outs no. but i'm shouting out to all my homies in philadelphia
3: yeah, you're a legend, Racist. Uh, Philly Rob. Of course, like all Philadelphians, uh, eventually he left. But you go back all the time, right, Philly Rob? Even though you yeah, bi- nine you're-
13: days. You know what number nine is? Nick Foles, Super Bowl champ. I, I
3: know. If you were to get a t- if you were to get a tattoo, you would get a Nick Foles tattoo, wouldn't
17: you? Hey, it's a bad b- job by Eddie and the crew. When you get on Philadelphia and you say the Mark Wahlberg movie's courageous,
13: it was invincible. With Vince Capali.
3: Oh, that's, Who? that's a bad job by Eddie. He messed up his movies. Never shame. heard of him. It's a shame on him. That's, that that right. that's,
13: like, that's like saying the Lady Gaga movie, A Star is Born with Bradley Cooper's from Philly when it was Silver Lining Playbooks.
3: All right, so so Philly, Rob, we are on 102.5 FM and 1480 on the AM dial. It's called The Gambler. That's the name the of the Gambler. station. It's called The Gambler. I like that. Fox Sports Radio's hub, uh, hub in uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, we want to thank the PD there, Sean Brace, who's also the afternoon guy, and Brian Check, the VP of Programming, and Jeff Moore, the sales guy uh, as well, in charge of sales, the VP of sales. So thank them all. Now, what does Philadelphia need to know, Philly, Rob, about our show? What do you, do you want to give them a PS? to get them prepared for our show?
13: The, the uh, Ben Maller Show is the greatest overnight radio show in the world.
3: All right, that's a promo right there. That's forget, forget whether they like it or not. That's a promo for our show. Boom, done. That's a drop right there. All right, thank you, Philly. You're coming in here next week, right, Philly Rob? Mm-hmm.
13: 9 days. Oh, Eddie better watch out for his cheesesteak. Somebody might spit in it. <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> wow, Eddie man, you took a shot. Bring me some a- hostess Philly rob. No, 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 hostess. no don't the tasty, tasty, tasty cakes. All cakes. rated. Tasty cake. They his sandwich. I never said something wow. anything bad about right. Tasty thank cakes. thank you, Philly rob. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but It is always a fear of those that eat food given to them by listeners whether or not the food was altered. So what we do is we have a guinea pig, Coop Loop, and we have Coop. But although Coop's got healthy now, so it doesn't quite work as much. I don't much. know about that. No, he's claiming is, he is. Is he bro. off the wagon? Yeah. Is he off the healthier? Healthier. Healthier. A version of health. I got
12: you. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just not the extreme glutton I once was.
3: You're limiting your gluttony.
12: Yeah. That being said, my girlfriend baked these chocolate chip brownie oh, muffins yeah, earlier yeah. tonight.
9: <laughs> What kind of uh, yeah. brownie muffins?
12: I mean, uh, Legit, did I say or, brownie muffins? Yeah, I, I, chocolate chip banana muffins. Oh, excuse he me. Had,
3: he had brownie <laughs> muffins because he used to make <laughs> those back at yeah. You
12: know, no, I don't. I actually, I don't. I don't like marijuana edibles. No. Enough. No, yeah. they taste disgusting, and I, they get you too high.
3: Coop, you know what you want to do. Ass. If you want to, is there something? Is there a
4: thing? that's too high? I
3: got. I got to tell you, I got advice for you and Eddie and Roberto. What you guys want to do if you want to break your your you know, eating routine. It's, it, I'll give you some advice.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Ben, did you
9: see that Bryce Harper's maternity leave was very brief? He, had, uh, I saw the announcement he'd left the team because his wife was expecting their first child. And yeah. uh, she had the baby and he was back playing in that uh, game against the Pirates. Hit a home run. Uh, did you see what uh, Bryce Harper's son's
3: name is? Uh, let's see. Uh, no, I've I never
9: didn't. heard this name okay, before. I, I it's, so it's one of those kind of names.
3: Okay, oh boy, is it like Penn Gillette named his kid uh, some ridiculous... Uh, what is the name? What here? did he name
9: his kid, Razor or something like oh, that? No, it
3: was, it no. Was, you, oh, no, i, I got to look it up. It's, it's like the comedian Penn, from Penn & Teller. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, go ahead. Uh, Bryce Harper's son is named Crew. Crew? K-R-E-W. Huh? Crew Harper. Can we be the first to start the rumor that Bryce Harper's dream is to play for the Milwaukee Brewers? He wants to be part of the Crew? In, the Brew Crew. The Brew oh, Crew, yeah. right? Come oh, on, man. Yeah. That's a tribute, a great homage to the uh, the, the Brewers there. To the Dodgers, a, the Blue uh,
16: Crew.
3: Oh, that too. You do I the think Blue there's a too.
9: soccer team called the Columbus Crew.
3: Crew? Yeah.
9: So I think that's spelled with a C, though, not a K. Not cool, you know. Oh, man. That's,
3: let's see here. That's, uh, you always got to look, like, what will kids on the element... I know Bryce yes. Harper's rich, and his kid will live uh, you know, a trust fund baby life, but still... What rhymes? What's offensive that rhymes with "crew"? That can be thrown on you. Uh, there's a fair amount of stuff there that could, you know, that that's, yeah, "crew the shrew," you know, things like that. But that's that's soft. I can't. You know, some of these things I can't say. Well, good luck to Bryce Harper's child, I'm sure. you know, 15, 20 years from now. Well, not 15. About like 20 years from now, we will. Will Bryce Harper's son be as good as Bryce Harper in the major league. You can play for the Blue Jays, right? And all those yes, sports. that's right. If you're the spawn of a ball player. You will end up with the Toronto Blue Jays. That's the way it goes. It is the Ben Maller Show coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It is all you have to do. All right, so giving away the store, that would be the Oakland Athletics. Now, no one's really going to A's games. Uh, they're a playoff team right now. Playoffs? Um, but, yeah, if you look at the Major League Baseball standings, the Oakland Athletics are currently in the second wild card. They're
15: uh, half playoffs?
3: Well, percentage points ahead of the Tampa Bay Rays because it's a virtual tie, but there's one loss the Rays have over, over Oakland. But I bring up the Oakland A's because the A's, despite being a playoff team right now at the moment, They announced that the entire month of September, kids 12 years and younger will get in free to all A's games at the Coliseum. All they have to do is have an adult purchase at least one ticket, and then you can bring all the kids to the game uh, for free. Now, this is actually smart. Must be nice, man. It's smart. Well, no one's going to A's games. But this is smart because... You know, you gotta get kids. Now, my argument is, you want to get kids to get into baseball. I don't. I don't think the kids are gonna be into it, though. You know, it's hard. You gotta sell the game. It's hard to do it. They're gonna be there. Like, why am I here? I don't want to be here. Why are you taking me to the baseball game? I don't want to be at the baseball game. What are you doing here? Now, maybe I'm wrong. Hard. It's too hard. I hope I'm wrong. I I hope that this this all teams should do. Tampa Bay should do. If no one's going to your games, give the damn tickets away to get, try to get kids in there. They used to have these kid club things where they give you free tickets. Do they still have those things? Where you're like, t- you, know, you know, under 12 years old, you get free tickets or a couple tickets and a jersey or something like that for like 20 bucks. I don't even know they do that anymore. All right, so the Ben Mather show on Fox. So I am complimenting the Oakland. Of course, the only reason they're doing that is because no one else was buying the tickets. If the people were buying the tickets, no one's who's selling. Like, the Red Sox aren't going to do that. The Dodgers aren't going to do that. The Yankees aren't going to do that because
16: they're actually selling the tickets. People are actually buying the tickets. Remember the days when the Dodgers had uh, four tickets, four hot dogs, four sodas? Remember that? Yeah. They used yeah. to
3: brag about being the greatest deal in town. Not anymore. No, not anymore. But as far as, I am going to go back. Speaking of the Dodgers. So, if you guys want to break the, and you sat in these seats, Roberto, but I sat with Marlins man the other day. Behind no plate, my buddy Marlon's man. And, uh, oh my, I, I didn't even eat. I should have eaten. I, I feel oh, guilty.
16: I, I grub, man.
3: The, the, the finest foods piled up. It's the one percenters. All those Hollywood uh, blankety blanks. Was it better than the
9: NHL uh, Stanley Cup final that one time?
3: It appeared to be better, oh, it yeah, really to be Eddie. It appeared to be better, Eddie. It appeared there were mounds of ice cream. There were uh, as many peanuts as you could you, want. You cracker, cracker Jacks, Jack, you name stuff. it, any kind of candy, they got that for you. Booze, they had the bar going over there. Prime was, rib. Oh my god, what a setup! But I think to get in there, you got to spend at least like uh, $1, thousand, twelve hundred bucks or something like that for one of those tickets. Nine ticket, yeah, minimum like nine hundred
16: dollars. I think it was. What is it
3: on the secondary market, Roberto? If I wanted to buy a ticket, like how much would that cost on the secondary? Yeah, market?
16: Yeah. So where you sat? Well, Yeah.
3: Third row behind home plate.
16: God,
3: I, mean, like, I can't. Come on. I'll just wait for Marlins Man to come back, and then I'll be like, all right, let's hang out, buddy. My new best friend. Yeah, I sat there for free, too. The great Marlins Man. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. It is time. Now, let's introduce our, our contestants. What do you say? Here we go.
4: Now, <laughs> Maller's Mountain of Money.
13: Lord, that's a lot of money.
4: Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not.
3: It is time now for Mallers Mountain of Money. We welcome in our contestants first of all from the great state of Pennsylvania. We say hello to Trucker Joe. Hello, Joe.
11: What's up, Ben?
3: Where are you right now? Driving around Pennsylvania?
11: No, I ain't driving, man. Actually, I got home uh, earlier today. I'm at I'm at the crib chilling. Playing oh,
3: you're at Oh, you're there. You're just chilling. You playing video games or something? What
11: You got going on? Yeah, I'm playing Madden. The new oh, yeah? Madden. Oh, how's the yeah, new yeah, Madden? Yeah, yeah. Have
3: you seen the glitch? Uh, Christian McCaffrey. You know, actually, he's actually a white boy in the game. No, No. I saw a
14: photo. No, no, no. I'm I'm looking at it right now. He's he's actually white. He's not black.
3: Oh, all right. I saw a screenshot. They Racist. All right, well, I guess they corrected the mistake. I think you got a hoodwinked. I didn't get hoodwinked. I saw a photo of it. His mom I even commented too. on it. Coop, did I, I get did I get hoodwink? Coopaloop by Christian McCaffrey being uh, in the, the video well, game. I the know, I know, in...
18: I know, if you, if you go on that right now and you click on Christian
12: McCaffrey, yeah. he's, a, he's a white guy. It, it might it might only be on a certain like screen in the game, not yeah. like in the actual gameplay.
3: Because right. I mean, these are fighting words, Joe. If you think I got hoodwinked, I mean, these are fighting <laughs> words here. You got bamboozled, Big Ben. Uh-huh. Uh, really. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hornswoggle? Did I get Hornswoggle? That's about right. Yeah. That sounds good. That sounds good, too. All right, hold on a sec. Trucker Joe playing Madden. All right, so should we end? Eddie, we have a caller that's been on timeout. He's been in the penalty box for a long time. Should we end that caller? Uh, Roberto says no. All right. Uh, sorry, uh, MGM John. Roberto voted no. Your, your band is still on there. He said it's been a month. I don't think it's been a month. Don't doesn't so. feel like a month. No, it does not. Because when we put him on, his calls, when the game shows, they just, oh my God. Uh, let's have Matt in Salt Lake, who's a game show regular. Hello, Matt. What's up, man? Welcome in, Matt. You ready to do this? Always. Are you at the hotel? Is that what
6: you do? Yeah, that is what yeah, I do, when you. I'm home right now.
3: You've called so much, I know what you do for work. And <laughs> how's the family? Everything good? You have a dog?
6: Everything's good. Yeah. getting cold up here, but that's the only problem.
3: Dog or cat? What do you got? Dog. Dog. Smart person. I like dogs. Big fan of the dog. What's your dog's name?
6: Uh, Maggie.
3: Maggie? Oh, I have Bella. My dog's named Bella, yeah. All right, hold on a sec, Matt. So uh, let's have the teams here. Hold on a sec. Ruff, real quick. Ruff, All right, enough of that. Uh, Trucker Joe, the Madden guy, who do you want to partner up with? Me, Ben, Eddie, Roberto. Uh, or the well, I'm Cooper. trying to
13: win, so i got to go with
3: uh, Eddie G. All right, well, that's a bad decision by you. Uh, Matt, who All-time would you like to partner? Player, that's a lie. Player, Matt, player. Matt, oh, Matt. Best winning percentage. <laughs> Now you're changing. Oh, it. I will take Ben. That's I'll good. Take ben. Smart man, Matt, me, and uh, Maggie. We're gonna most do most so losses all time. We're gonna win. Hours the uh, yes, you know who has the most losses in baseball? Cy Young. Okay, yeah, you Cy <laughs> Effing Young. The most losses in overrated. baseball history. The legend. All right, more, we will have overrated. Mallers. Congratulations. Do you want to know you quick, One of the categories, real sure. quick, Coop. What are the categories, real quick,
12: gentlemen. This is the uh, McCully Culkin edition all of right. Mallers Mountain of Money. All right. Uh, Thirty-nine years old yesterday. The categories are as follows, of course, Home Alone, Richie Rich, Saved, and Michael Jackson. And uh, I believe Joe was on the line first, so Joe, which category would you like?
6: Well, in honor of the white boy, let's go with Richie Rich.
12: All right, and uh, Matt, how about you? Uh,
3: Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. All right, very good. The king of pop. We will get to that in its entirety. Maller's amount of money. We'll get to it next.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
9: Life is hectic. You've got lots of responsibilities, so make sure to cuddle up with the Ben Maller Show on the social network. Join our online radio family. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. You can take part in our weekly features like Ask Ben, Lame Jokes, and more. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller
3: and right to Mallard's Mountain of Money we go we have the matchup set if you're late to the party it is the McCully Culkin edition and it's Eddie and Trucker Joe that's the team that's going to lose and the team that's going to win is me Ben along with Matt and we'll lock everyone in here. All right, very good. Everyone's there. And what are the categories here, Kuba? Who's uh, Eddie's going first? All right, right. Uh, um,
12: Eddie and Joe are up first. You picked right. the category Richie Rich. We need the first and last name of the athlete, Joe. These athletes were all born rich. Oh, good for them. Forty-five seconds on the clock. Are you ready, Joe? Yeah.
9: All right. Begin. Former Colts and Broncos quarterback, now a star pitch man. What? What'd you say? What oh my hat? God! Former Colts and Broncos quarterback. His brother is Eli. Oh, hey, Manny! Uh, Super Bowl-winning quarterback for the Eagles.
6: Gonna...
9: Now with the Jaguars. Nick, Nick Foles. Yes, Heisman Trophy-winning quarterback from Texas A&M. Jo- Johnny Manziel. Yes, former Dodgers and Mets slugger catcher. Uh, now in the Hall of Fame. Great home run hitter. Andre sure. Beltray. No Italian catcher for the Dodgers and Mets, home run hitter. Yes, uh, white guy for the Bad Boy Pistons. Oh, Mike back Piazza. In the days. Yes, Mike Piazza. White guy for the Bad Boy Pistons. Oh, back in the day. oh, yeah. Oh, that
11: one.
9: Uh-huh.
12: By the uh, way, Matt, we could hear you answering the yeah. questions.
3: Matt, yeah, speak up. I'm oh, yeah. flattered you wanted oh, to answer the questions, Matt. But you're, you're not playing. No, <laughs> no. Nah. I was, I was actually having
12: a hard time hearing. I'm not. Okay. No. All right.
3: All right. What's the score there?
12: All right. That's 100 points.
3: All right, we can beat this. We got this, Matt. All right,
12: uh, Matt and Ben, you guys have Michael Jackson. Uh, These athletes have all appeared in music videos. Macaulay Culkin was in the black and white music video. Uh, 45 seconds on the clock.
3: Ready. (laughs) Ready. Begin. All right. Greatest Dolphins quarterback of all time, number 13. Dan Marino. Correct. Uh, beast mode for the Seattle Seahawks, the running back. Marshall Lynch. He, that's correct. Uh, he's uh, playing for the Mets, but he's a Yankee star. Don't you know, and he hit a home run, they said, don't you know, it's blank. No. Infielder, second pass. baseman. All right, pass number eighty-five. Uh, number no, <laughs> number eighty-five for the Bengals. He did the river dance. He changed his name to his number. Chad yes, that is correct. A uh, greatest leadoff hitter of all time for the Oakland Athletics. Richie Henderson. Yes, uh, 1980s Twins, a star, not a Derby. No, not a Derby, but a. Oh, come uh, on. That's a great clue. Uh, yes, a blue moon a blank, a blue moon a blank. Falcons receiver in the 90s. Ooh. Oh, on horizon. Yeah, too late. Uh, that's, that's, too late for that. That's bad moon. Uh I was close.
12: <laughs> <laughs> uh 210 points is your total there, so that that's means That's a
3: 110 point lead. That's a big lead. That's God. a big lead right there, Matt. Good job by you, Matt.
12: Joe and Eddie, you are back up. Joe, would you like home alone or saved?
3: Dave. Yeah, you need to be saved at this point because no. you're in trouble, man. You are Matt. in trouble. You speak up, Joe. I got this. I
9: got this. When you know it, let's speak up, uh, Joe, so right. I can do yeah 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 yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. And Matt,
12: you don't answer. This
9: I, is not
3: I'm, your turn. You I'll put Matt on hold so he doesn't cheat.
12: Okay. Well. Uh, this category is saved. These athletes are all very religious. Forty-five seconds on the clock. Ready. Begin.
9: Current quarterback of the Seahawks. Russell Wilson. Ace of the Dodgers. He's had issues in the postseason. Peyton Kershaw. Best player in the history of the Heat. Just retired. Wayne wait. Um, Great rebounder for the Lakers. He had Jerry Curlhair. He always said he was a virgin when he played. His first name is Initials. Let's
10: keep line,
9: okay. Uh, <laughs> former Giants and Dodgers second baseman. Uh, also for the Mets. Real good hitter. He hated Barry Bonds. White guy. Said he got injured washing his truck.
16: I don't know that one either.
9: All right. A former Jets, great sack man, had steroid issues, number 99. Back in the day, long hair, probably before your time.
10: Yeah, it is
3: before my time. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that's a no, very good job by I you. It. Yeah,
12: yeah, uh, it's yeah. not going to get it done. Too that was 160 old. points. Uh, oh, you missed man. A.C. Green. Oh, You look like A.C. Green. The
3: Laker Virgin. All right, well, why don't we just try to run up the score then? Uh, Matt, you want to just for batting practice, you want to go again, Matt? Sure. All All right,
12: right. Uh, home alone. These athletes have all been victims of burglars.
3: Going to run up the score. Here we go. 45 seconds, begin. All right, MVP of the NFL from the Kansas City Chiefs, the quarterback. Patrick Mahomes. Correct. Uh, Patriots tight end. He just announced his retirement. Robin Broncos. Oh, these are hard. Yes. Uh, the glove for the Supersonics back in the... Jerry uh, Payton. Yes. All right. Miami Heat, big three, but not LeBron and not Wade, the other guy. Chris Bach. Correct. Uh, Rams wide receiver, not a Forrest, but sounds similar, the last name.
11: No? Uh. Oh,
3: all right. No. Uh, Redskin safety he was murdered in his home in Miami. Oh, Sean Taylor. Yes. Uh, he did the shimmy for the Celtics. He was Paul Pierce's co star on those Celtics. Oh, teams. Kevin Garnett. No, no, before Kevin. Oh, Ray Johnson. No. Oh. Keep going. Yeah, former su- Not Dino Raja. <sighs> he looks like Shaq now. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> oh. He's, he's the uh, baby David. No. no, 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 was, uh, no, no. Ant- Antoine Walker. Yeah, you didn't get – but I was very proud of that clue. Not a forest, but a –
4: Robert Woods was the the receiver that you missed there. Hey, I won. That's a win, Matt. Golden ticket. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: It is the only thing people are really talking about regarding the NFL, but is it a trend-setting performance by Andrew Luck? You know, quitting because it's too hard. Is it a trend or just a one-off? We will discuss. Welcome in the beginning. Of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate. Quote, life. Goes on. I think many people think that life stopped with Andrew Luck announcing his retirement, but life does go on in the NFL. Although people are in the mourning process, the nine uh, steps—well, uh, it's nine days of mourning. I don't know. If there's gonna be nine days of mourning here uh, for for Andrew Luck deciding he didn't want to play football anymore. But the grieving process uh, that people are going through and all this uh, is fascinating. It's fascinating. It's playing out in in real time in real time and a lot of chin music being thrown at people that disagree that Andrew Luck is a godlike uh, figure and i i got to tell you man i i have had a uh, uh, one of those big cheshire cat smile type things on my face there uh just laughing at all the people's reaction here. I really have gotten a kick out of it. It's been very enjoyable. Oh, how dare you? I'm going to point at you. Who are you? You know, the vortex of outrage that has been unleashed. Uh, it's just just great. It's just bubbled over here. Everyone's taking umbrage to everyone that else that disagrees with them. It's it's very amusing. So Andrew Luck checked out of the pigskin hotel. said, I'm out of here. I'm done. We all know that. And... People are becoming unnerved. Their reaction, uh, the reactions to this, have been uh, just just stunning. Uh, hell will have uh, no fury like a Andrew Luck fanboy scorned by criticism. And uh, and there's a lot of people, and there's very few people that are actually criticizing Andrew Luck. That's the other thing about this. It's a small percentage of people that are saying anything. That's outside of groupthink. And there's so much disdain and loathing of those that disagree with the groupthink. Uh, again, I find it find it amusing. And uh, it, it's just great. A whole, a whole bunch of bupkis is being tossed around, in my opinion, on this. But anyway, all right. So as far as reacting disproportionately, Eric Mangini, among others. Now, Mangini was on Fox Sports 1. He seems to think that he will, we will see now more players leaving football abruptly. He certainly intimated and implied the former NFL head coach, famous for trying to expose the Patriots' dirty laundry uh, and whatnot, uh, during an appearance this week on Fox Sports 1. So I want to discuss, and he's not alone. Mangini's not alone. There's a number of other so-called experts, the nickel and dime experts, who think that this is now going to become the new normal. They have this cockamamie idea that this is now going to be the way that it is. Right? This is the way that it's going to be, and you're just going to have to deal with it, and you, know, you have to bring in some different people, and you have a revolving door and all that. Now, my views, all right, will Andrew Luck, early, his early departure, actually spark a pandemic of early retirements from the NFL? I'm going to give a thumbs down to this. Uh, I do not agree that this is going to open the floodgates, and we're we're off to the races and all that. You've got Stiltskin, Arby's, and the Martyr, uh, and we will combine all these things uh, together. Now, first of all, uh, there there must be a perfect storm for Andrew Luck's early action. Ex- for other players to copy and, and and mimic what Andrew Luck's done. There has to be a perfect chain of events to take place, so. I don't believe this is going to become a regular thing. Therefore, I have this in the one-off categories, an outlier, an aberration, if you will. These happen every so often. We've seen, I'm talking about star players in the NFL. We saw it with Barry Sanders. We saw it with Megatron. But it's few and far between. It's few and far between. There's a lot of instant genius taking place right now. Those that are rewriting History talking about all the signs. I've, I've seen stories where people say saying all the signs that we should have seen Andrew Luck gonna, was going to retire at a young age. Uh, this is known as being a day late and a dollar short. N- no man, woman, or child could have anticipated that Andrew Luck would be a quitter. Right? Who, who would have thought this guy would, be, would desert the Colts a couple weeks before the regular season? He himself had said, you know, he was lying, but he had said that he was going to play and the Colts were saying all the right things. So there was no indication at all. I disagree with that. And these ding-dongs uh, are w- going around. They're like amateur rumpers, uh, rumple, uh, still skins, uh going around there. And he, uh, I advise to, to chill out. You're trying to turn straw into gold, right? You're trying to turn a story around. Now, as for the topic at hand, right, as for the topic at hand, you could say if Andrew Luck retired, the first part is anyone could, right? That's the simpleton's way to look at this. After all, it's much easier for a player of less star power at another position to leave early, and that is true. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. But if you really love the game of football and you appreciate the process or process, and I assume by the time you get to the NFL, most players do I love the game. You would never think in your wildest nightmares that you're going to go on sabbatical less than, than 20 days, less than 15 days away from the start of a season. It's blasphemy. I right? care about the coaching staff, your coworkers, all that stuff. Uh, and, and the conscience, I mean, my conscience, I, I feel, when I miss work here, I do a stupid radio show, <laughs> and there's a million people that can fill in and do the show and hit the button and all that, keep the VU meter moving, but when I don't do the show, I feel, I feel like I'm letting down my responsibilities. Here. Uh, clearly, Andrew Luck does not worry about that. He's more worried about him, you know, we talked about it earlier, being selfish, he's worried about his joy, he wants to be happy, happy, happy. But it's all tied together, right? It's all all tied together here. And I, I, while, while I'm wired, where my conscience would would get the best best of me, uh, to his credit, Andrew Luck doesn't seem to have guilt at all. There's no guilt in this, in his arithmetic. It, you know, it's too hard. It doesn't. That's all that matters. It, that's enough. He made his money. And so he decided to raise the white flag and check out. You know, I'm going to go down to the front desk at the hotel. I'm done. I'm done with the room. I'm out of here. Which is certainly his prerogative to do. But you don't get a free pass. That's why I keep repeating the mantra. You don't get a free pass. He's not been canonized on this show. There's no bubble bath with Andrew Luck's name on it. There's no toe sucking that's going on here. You can go to other people. You know who they are that are taking part in that mating dance right now. We will let the day timers, those that are on 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., have their nauseating dogma for uh, Andrew Luck. But we're not going to do that. Now, secondly, all right, people are losing all sense of proportion, suffering from Andrew Luck derangement syndrome here. They are. Uh, What it does do here, the Andrew Luck story, is it shifts the pendulum more in, in I think, what a wrong direction would be. I mean, there's a lot of vanilla personalities right now that are celebrating Andrew Luck and using big words, noble, courageous, even the coach of the Colts using some of those words. A lot of ex-jocks, fanboys, people part of the brotherhood of professional football who work in the media now who think this is somehow inspirational. Now, normally in the past, when you quit something, you were shunned in society. It was one of the societal norms was if you quit something, you were seen as a as a dope and a and a loser and all that stuff. And in this case, and, and it could be just because it's Andrew Luck, because I, I know Vontae Davis was a quitter for the Buffalo Bills, and he was just destroyed uh, when he walked out of the Bills' locker room at halftime and said, "I quit. I'm done. I don't want to play anymore." Uh, he was he was staying apart, but the, the Andrew Luck thing. I mean, I, again, I, I, I the, the point of him being celebrated for what he did in many ways. Luck was has been given a free pass here. I, I, is the stigma now gone in terms of you know, tr- finishing what you start and the, the machismo and all that? I guess that's gone, but unfortunately, I I was raised that. It's bad character to walk away. Now, you can retire, retire, but you do that at the end of a year. You don't do it at the start of a year, right before a big project and all that. Andrew Luck didn't even seem all that bothered on Saturday night when he met with reporters. There was no mortification. There was no uh, indignity. uh, He wasn't confused. He was only mildly offended that some fans were booing him as he sashayed off the field for the final time. I right. now, I don't expect the NFL to become like Arby's. Some people do. You know, you you run an Arby's, you manage an Arby's, you have to constantly have a sign on your door saying "Help wanted," because at all times people are undependable. They, those kind of jobs, people a lot of them will take the job temporarily and then they'll quit. I mean, you know that stuff any kind of uh, fast food industry uh, type deal. People don't keep the jobs that long and they get upset. and So you always have to have a revolving door. I don't see the NFL becoming like that. Now, the NFL has a lot of turnover anyway, but it's not because of that. It's because guys aren't aren't qualified or they, they're not as good. They get out of shape, whatever it might be, and, and then they end up finding a different job because they're not in the NFL. Now, the final thought here. So this possibility of leaving in the Andrew Luck fashion, is only available to, I would say, about 3% of players. So for 97.999% of NFL players, they cannot sniff the F.U. money that Andrew Luck has. They don't have the financial flexibility. You can't change careers on a dime uh, at that particular point. So th- this is still going to be a unique situation. Uh, the the story here with Andrew Luck and where it goes from this point forward here uh, is, I I don't think it's going to die down anytime soon, but I I was asked by a P1, I guess this ties into it, I was asked via via email which quarterback was most likely to walk away next at an early age. Like, if you were to put money on it, who do you think would be the next Andrew Luck? And my answer is none of the above. I I don't see any scenario, which is the same. The only one that plausibly could just walk away, that's it, is Kirk Cousins once his contract's up with the Minnesota Vikings. But that's when his contract is up. After the 2020 season, he will have earned $130 million from the Redskins and from the Vikings, and you could see him taking off. But he would be 32 at that point. He would be at the end of his prime years as a a quarterback, what's supposed to be your athletic prime, and then you look around and I, I don't see anybody I mean it would obviously be shocking if Russell Wilson who just signed a contract and he's got the famous celebrity wife and all that that he's, he's I'm out of here, I'm goodbye, but I don't see that happening. He loves being the quarterback of the Seahawks, he loves being the celebrity and, and all that 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 uh, entails. Andrew Luck did not appear to enjoy that part of it. He didn't enjoy the the lifestyle, But I would like to say that there's no need to, to make him, as many in the media have, Andrew Locke, a martyr. Uh, like, uh, he's a symbol of the human toll of the violent game of football. Uh, no. It's not that deep. This is a guy who's filthy rich, who fell out of love with football and decided to quit at the 11th hour. That's it. Period. Hard stop. Right? The prosecution rests. No further questions. Your Honor. All right. It's Ben Maller's show on Fox. We'll take your phone calls. 877-99 on Fox. Every once in a while, a politician will say something, and then there will be a retraction. Very rarely does an NFL coach say something, and then we get a retraction or clarification. But that did happen. We'll get to that. And... Some very public canoodling is going on as well. We'll go there, and we'll say hello to the crew as well. We'll do it all. We'll do it next.
13: Boom, chaka-laka-laka, ding, ding, ding. Boom, boom,
3: boom, 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 boom,
13: boom, boom, boom,
3: boom.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: 6 p.m. book an exclusive reservation with resi global dining access right this way because the american express platinum card offers access to the centurion lounge must see live events and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpresscom slash with amex terms apply
16: sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places
9: Lose weight while listening to the Ben Maller Show, your average 190 pound man can burn around 112 calories an hour sitting around listening to the show, we have zero calories and tastes great for your ears help us spread the word about this diet friendly alternative to those same old sports radio programs all you have to do is show support for the Ben Maller Show on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, and out live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
3: And right to the phones we go. Let's say hello to the ragamuffin that is Mark the Full Name Guy who's hanging out in Medford, Oregon. Hello, Mark the Full Name Guy.
17: Hello there, uh, Ben Pinocchio Maller.
3: You he know. Always insufferable, Mark the Full Name Guy.
17: Insufferable. Yes, indeed. You know, I, I have to agree with your take on uh, this uh Unlucky fellow, Mr. Luck. He's a quitter, all right. You know, there's there's lots of people. I realize that basketball is not the same game as football. However, when you think about a guy like Kevin Durant who's going to be spending uh, over a year rehabbing from a torn Achilles, there are people in New York that are praying for that man, and it because how with the rehab? It's like for an injury like that, a uh, man, one of the best players in the world, uh, uh, imagine the rehab. What is how it's going to affect his game? Well, I just to, you uh, know, I hear you. Well, Mark, rough fellow, like you said, it's <laughs> no. Inspiration.
3: Right. Well, now that you agree with me, I might have to revisit my position. If you're on my side of the argument, Mark, Uh-oh. I might have to go. I might have to change my position and do a one-eight. I'm baffled. You, <laughs> no, no, you, you agree no, you're with just
17: me? You for your. You just keep rooting for your Clippers, and I'll yeah. be rooting top for the Nets. To top be team in the Clippers. top team. Oh, you're you're a Brooklyn <laughs> Nets fan.
3: You're a Brooklyn Nets guy now. Is that right?
17: Yeah. Oh, I, I'm a Kevin Durant fan. That's for sure.
3: Yeah. You. you, hey, ben, you no, the, the difference you know, is you, to uh, you you have two you have two healthy legs. I think. I don't know. Maybe you don't have two healthy legs, but Durant Actually, doesn't. Actually, have... I've
17: had a little bit of problem with my left knee. Then all right. Oh, you're, uh, you
3: want a massage? So curious. You want a massage? I can. Not
17: from you. No, I. I uh, no Tammy, thanks.
3: Tammy in Montana. Not from How about you, Ben. How about Tommy, <laughs> Tammy in Montana. She'll take care of you. I don't want your
17: raw hands <laughs> on me. I, hey, I, I won't Miller, touch you be in to the same room with you. Yeah. I wanted to congratulate your L.A. Dodgers. Oh, thank for, you. For, uh, leading, leading the major leagues in run differential. Yes. They're, they're that, that Certainly you. guarantees success in the postseason.
3: I agree. That, that is a it. that is a <laughs> fine uh, fine point. You are absolutely correct, and then I'm, I'm so happy the, the Dodgers have the top yeah the top Yankees record. Have
17: absolutely yeah. no pitching.
3: Yeah. yeah, the Dodgers have and a the, one and game lead. The New York yeah, have a One no game pitching. lead or a half game lead over the uh, the Yankees. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, so how did your
17: Dodgers only manage five runs in three games against the New York Yankees?
3: It is all part of the master plan. I know you're not smart enough to understand (laughs) this, Mark, but it's giving the Yankees overconfidence down the line. If the Dodgers and Yankees play, they will be overconfident. They'll give a competitive advantage to the Dodgers. It's gamesmanship. Brilliant job by Dave Roberts to have Hyun Jin Ryu, vomit. Good job by Kershaw to give up all those home runs. Good job by Bellinger to have a giant hole in his bat. It was all all part of the master plan. <laughs> it was all. Everything's going to be fine. All right. They, sure, they look like they were completely flabbergasted by Yankee pitching, but that won't matter when the playoffs come around.
17: Yeah, because your Dodgers
0: are going
3: to win. It. Win. you say that. You say that every year. They've there been world to in world the World Series last two years. Up.
17: Two years in a row. They've been in the
3: World Series, and it'll be three in a row world in the World, world Series.
17: Right. You're I'm going to blow you. him up. Management. Get out of here. Get yes, out of
3: here, you schmuck. All right. Go away. Melancholy Mark, the full name guy. Always unhappy about something. <laughs> Disenchanted. See, now he's going to send me an email. Screw you, Maller! You didn't let me say my final point. Ah, blah, 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 blah.
14: Let's go to Dick in Dayton.
3: Hello, Dick.
14: Good morning.
3: Good morning to you, Dick and Dave. I
14: want you know it's a little early yet, but uh, happy Labor Day, Fox Sports.
3: Well, it's never too early to celebrate Labor Day. Are you
14: working on Labor Day at Lowe's? No. Uh, no. Uh-huh. in fact I'm I've been doing uh a little bit you know, I've been on vacation. Yeah. I go back
3: <laughs> Stay staycation, yeah.
14: Yeah, I go back um uh, I go back Saturday, uh and i don't have to work, let's say, Saturday and Sunday, then I'm off for three days.
3: Oh, that's great. That's uh, living the life. That's like a radio life. You work a couple of days. When I did weekend radio, I'd work a ton on the weekends, and then I'd get like a bunch of days off during the week. It was awesome.
14: I, I wanted it. to tell you something they did in the uh, Dayton paper, which oh, wow. was really interesting as much as yeah, I like. I am dying. You know, they I am were dying. The saluting
3: anticipation.
14: Yeah. Um, the NFL, you know, over the years, so they sure. mentioned some – some of the uh, TV greats that did yeah. the games, like Al, you know, like Al Michaels, Merlin Olson, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dick Enberg. Who,
16: who was your
3: favorite play-by-play guy for football? Who did you go? to? You know to? who
14: I liked uh, on CB uh, uh, back in the sixties. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't mention him. He was uh, who was uh, the former. Uh, uh, oh boy! Brown's legend, Ken Coleman, oh, of Warren Oh,
3: because Brown's legend—that's why you love you. That's a hometown guy for his you. His
14: name huh? is Dave, and he's known as Dave. No,
3: that's not his name. That's not the, the name at all. So now, were you a Pat Summerall guy, Dick? Oh Pat- yeah, yeah, like yeah, Summerall. You know
14: who else I like? Who's they uh, brought him down here from uh, from Dallas. He he did some of the games too yeah. on TV.
3: Who? Uh Frank Lieber. Oh Frank Lieber, yeah. Were you, were you, Cosell? Who? Cosell's a little spicy. Were you a Cosell guy back in the day, Dick and Dayton?
14: No. No. No, but no. I tell you I love Dick Enberg. Dick yeah, Enberg from uh, Los Angeles. So
3: you're telling me Dick and Dayton loves Dick Enberg. So
14: yes. I, I got there you go. There you go. All right.
3: I got you. All right, let's play the game real quick. How many calls to sports radio has Dick and Dayton made? Uh, My man Dick, this let me tell you, he's on vacation now, so he's got a lot of time to decode the phone lines and call in there to different sports talk radio stations around Cleveland and the world. He's embraced the sports talk radio lifestyle. Uh, So I will go first. I will say the last seven days, Dick in Dayton has made five five calls to sports radio. Eddie, Dick's response will be, "You win, Ben." Wow, you're so jealous of my wins. I I won this game more than anybody. Just. Eat it, Eddie. Come on, uh, go ahead, Roberto. What do you think? I'm gonna say four. Four. All right, Koopa What about you, Koop? Eight calls. Eight calls. All right, Dick and Dayton reveal answers.
13: Koopa Loop one. It
3: works. My strategy works. Good job. You lose, man. Good, good job, Dick. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, there he goes, our friend Dick and Dayton. Enjoy your vacation. Uh, My trap worked Yeah,
4: your evil, perfectly. Your
3: evil plan. Yeah. yeah.
4: His name is Dave, and he's known as Dave. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
9: News from the NFL, bandage you see the New England Patriots may have lost their starting center David Andrews for the season. He had been hospitalized with blood clots in his lungs uh, and obviously that is not a good thing Uh, and he's receiving treatment for that, but it it does look like the uh, Super Bowl champs uh, may be missing their starting center for well, the entire upcoming and the, the season. The
3: bond, a quarterback. You were a center. Eddie, I was. Back yes. In the day. I mean, there's a very close personal relationship between a center where the hands are placed. That's very true. And uh, I mean, there's a there's a, a, a certain connection that is no other group of players on a football field have the same connection the center and the quarterback have.
9: That is accurate. It
3: reminds me of uh, Kirk Cousins. Oh, this, obviously, you guys hurt, but but Kirk Cousins telling the story. He was complaining because the Vikings center remember at the beginning of training camp he sweat too much that can he, be a problem yeah you got to be careful
9: did I ever tell you my most embarrassing moment as a high school football center
3: your dirty pants
9: well yeah kind of because the quarterback cut his finger on a helmet when he was throwing a pass so his hand was bleeding
3: yeah oh so it looked like you were bleeding out of your yeah anus? yeah oh, wow That's exactly right. what it was like wow was fantastic of course we had white <laughs> pants as well that that helped yeah that's a that's a fun memory. That's a. Fun, that was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fantastic, it's great, wonderful. It's hard to you got to bleach the pants, man. Those white pants when you get the blood in them. It is the Ben Maller show as we press on from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So we take you in out of Foxborough and Bill Belichick who was the talk of the NFL. The Patriots coach, Bill Belichick, was asked about the big story that everyone's obsessed with here about Andrew Luck. And listen closely to what Belichick said. He sounded like he had been gobsmacked with the news. Listen closely.
11: Yeah, he's a good player. Um, yeah, I, was, I didn't see that, but I haven't really I don't really followed them. So you know, we all have to make our decisions. He made his. I respect it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Bill Belichick in that soundbite found out that Andrew Luck had retired at a news conference. That's what it sounded like, right? I mean, it, am I wrong? Play it again. Play it again. This is Belichick asked about Andrew Luck. Listen to how he phrased
11: it. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, yeah, I, was, I didn't see that, but I haven't really, I don't really followed them. So, you know, we all have to make our decisions. He made his, I respect it. <laughs>
3: So the Patriots issued a statement to clarify Bill Belichick's statement that you just heard. The Patriots clarified saying Belichick uh, was not oblivious on Andrew Luck. He meant he doesn't follow. He doesn't follow the Colts as far as he's a Colts employee. That's what he was trying to. They were trying to intimate that that was what <laughs> Belichick was saying. Now my theory on this is Belichick is so robotic at this point. He's done this for so long, these news conferences. He's so great at deflecting questions. When he hears a question about another player, unless it's Lawrence Taylor, who he worships, right? He worships Lawrence Taylor. But unless it's Lawrence Taylor, Belichick's default position is, all right, I'm either going to say on to Cincinnati or something equivalent to that, or my answer is, uh, let's talk about the game or our game coming up this week, or the other option is to say, I didn't see that. All coaches are taught when they go to to coaches' cliche class, when you're asked a question you don't really know about, you're supposed to say, I didn't see that. Remember, we, we had a story a couple weeks ago, it was last week about the Bears coach. There was a scandalous story tearing into the Bears kicking contest, and the coach of the Bears, Matt Nagy's, like, well, I, you know, I didn't see that. I, I, didn't see, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, right. All right. Ben Maller, Sean Fox, let's go to Chicago. Speaking of the Bears, and you got Doc Mike in the Windy City. Hello, Doc.
13: Fantastic. How's Eddie doing?
3: Well, why don't you ask him? He's right over there. Doing good, Doc. Doing good. When are you guys getting together? When are you
9: going to Chicago, Eddie? Uh, Something around the 20th of October. 20th
14: of October. We're ready for you, pal. Transportation. Yeah. There's a main factor, okay? Anywhere you want to go, and then finally, Connie's after the Hawk game. That's going to be great. I think they're going to stay open late just in case they go into overtime over there.
3: There you go. You can go late night
14: pizza I got a little contest for you twos, okay? How many times over the last, I'll give you 10 calls that I've made to score here, have they pressed the exit button for Doc Mike?
3: All right, so out of the last 10 times Doc Mike has called the local radio station in Chicago, the big sports talker there, how many times have they hung up and hit the eject button on Doc Mike? I'm going to go first. I'm going to go 10 times. Eddie? You 10- won. I you won. Don't. Oh, I don't, don't need anybody. Oh, 10. 10. How many I was, was going to say 10, <laughs> too. Uh, no, sorry, Eddie. You don't get to play. I
14: win. <laughs> Unless you want to tie. Oh, we'll ask Eddie. Nope. Eddie, how many times do you think oh, I 10, got on the 10. Hey, you are! Oh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> now, Doc, the amazing
6: thing you you about You want to is- go for a trifecta? What's the other guy? Now, now, now <laughs> Doc... Yeah,
14: yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> How was Those it? Those other guys.
14: <laughs> what did he call me?
3: The Koopa Loop. Oh, there
14: we go. See, Doc, yeah, Doc he's a, knows. He's a big That's fan. That's pretty close, right? He's, he's a big that fan. It was very close.
3: What's the other guy that works on the show? What's his name?
14: I know it's Spanish. <laughs> I gotta find out too because uh, I'm gonna racist. send him a goat head. I've got one oh, in the freezer here. You're
3: gonna send. All right, his name uh, starts with an R. Uh,
14: let's
11: see. <laughs> Ray.
4: Ray. Ray yes. All right. It's Ray? actually it's Ray
11: actually
14: Raul.
3: Raul. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he was he was actually named after Raul
14: Mondesi. Well, you know, I tell you what, Ben, Alberto. they must be they must be listening to Fox because. Every, to jump on the on the wagon over here, okay? Yeah. They know it's alcohol. They all, right, it all right, all
3: right, all right. <laughs> I got to move on. Uh, trucker Tony's uh, in Chicago. We go from one Chicago guy <laughs> to another. Hello, Tony. The Bears. The Bears. But then,
18: bears. Listen, hey, that was a great monologue you had there. I'm going to dub this the Pattern Recognition Fallacy. Human beings always got to be looking for patterns. This is why we see Grandma in the clouds, Abraham Lincoln on the toast, and Illinois on the cornflake. We're always <laughs> looking for the pattern. We've been indoctrinated by the pattern of load management in the NBA. Uh, just pound on with the pattern of sitting out players for the yeah. preseason. Now we're looking for the pattern of who else is going to retire in their prime before their prime? We just always got
3: to look for the past. That's a great, I should have, boy, you should have done the monologue, Tony, because that's a great point. I love that yeah. term, patternicity. Yeah, or, yeah go ahead and
18: take it there. Quit playing. What are
3: you talking about? Well, you know what? Uh, I about
18: 50 shows ago, you said you hate people who ask for gold. I Let's do. take that back. Let's take that back. Yeah, you to oh, take back.
3: You don't want to go. You say you don't want a golden ticket, Tony? No, 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 I don't want one. You don't need one, right? You don't want one? No, all right. You know what? I'm going to give you one. You don't want it? I'm going to give you one. There you go. You get a golden ticket. Bam, done. See that? You don't want one? I give you one. That's how it works.
18: (laughs) All
3: right. All right, Tony. Thank you, buddy. Apophenia is the actual clinical term. Apophenia. Uh, Let's go to Cowboy John Brad in
6: Windsor, Ontario. Hello, Cowboy. Well, hello, everybody, and even the people in Chicago are getting tired of Doc Mike's BS. Oh, here and, we uh, go. <laughs> let's see. Uh, Afrocentrism uh, pioneer slash NAACP co founder Dr. W.E.B. Du Bois, 95, died in Akragana. Uh, August 27th, 1963, and the Beatles' manager, Brian Epstein, died of a barbiturate overdose. August Ooh. 27th, 1960, the Beatles' manager. Yeah. Two days after a U.S. Nazi party, <laughs> up, uh, George Lincoln Rockwell was slain by one of his uh, disgruntled former followers, and the uh, blues guitar god, Stevie Ray on them. 35, was killed. In an what? East Bay, uh, Wisconsin plane crash after playing a gig there Jerk on the 27th, 1990. Uh, Buddy Bell, 67, rushes Alice Lifeson, 65, and Colt Ford, Jason McCoy, and uh, Jim Tomey are 49th today. Oh, and Sister Jean was 100 last time. Uh, hey, where are the Tuesday, white women at? And, um, uh, a uh, long neck ice cold beer wow. never broke my heart. Wow. Like uh, diamond wow, Ming, church, a diamond ring to the church board that tore turned us out of hand. You with yourself, like Madden. a neon dream that just clowned on me. That bars and this guitar. And long neck ice cold beer wow. never broke
4: all my right, heart. Right, thank, right, to right, to right, thank you. the That is a complete load of crap. Boy,
3: what a welcome to Cowboy's Corner for our newest <laughs> Affiliate in Philadelphia. We are proud and loud all over the Delaware Valley. There, 102.5 FM, 1480 on the AM dial. The Gambler in Philadelphia. Boy, what a great introduction. You don't get
9: that anywhere else, do
3: you? No, Philadelphia. You know, after hearing that, I. (laughs) Wow. I got I got something for you. That here's a fun oh good, fact. The, yeah. it, you know what the pygmy shrew is? You ever heard of that? The American pygmy shrew is it some kind of a rodent? It's like it, it's it's disgusting. It has to eat three times its weight every day, or it will die. And I was reading about this thing, and it, it has to literally capture its prey every fifteen to thirty minutes. Otherwise, it will not get enough nourishment and will die. And so he can only sleep for a few minutes at a time. Imagine how terrible that would be. Like, yeah, I I love eating, but I don't love eating every 30 minutes, man. I mean, my guy, which brings up if only they had a sleep number bed for the pygmy shrew, boy, would that be great. But they don't. And fortunately, human beings aren't like the American pygmy shrew. You don't need to worry about eating every 15 to 30 minutes, but you do need quality sleep. And if you aren't getting the quality sleep that you deserve, I recommend the bed of my family, my bed in my Mallor Mansion, my home there, the Sleep Number bed. It's great. My Sleep Number setting is 50. My wife's over at 40. And right now at Sleep Number, stores all over the place, the biggest sale of the year. All beds, all of them, are on sale, and queen mattresses start at only $899. So if you're thinking about getting a bed, you know, holiday weekend's coming up here soon, this is the time to do it. Don't wait any longer. If you wish your mattress could be firmer or softer, either one, you get what you want. It adjusts to your needs. How cool is that? Pretty cool. So come in during the biggest sale of the year. And again, for a limited time, you can save 50% on Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart beds. Uh, just wonderful. You're only going to find Sleep Number at one of their 575 Sleep Number stores nationwide. And this is usually what I tell my wife. She likes to occasionally go to the mall on the weekends, and I'll say, well, is there a sleep number store? Because that's a sign it's a good good mall. If they don't have a sleep number store, it's probably not that good. But they're all over the place. Find the one nearest you at sleepnumber.com slash maller. That's sleepnumber.com slash maller, M-A-L-L-E-R. That way I get a little bit of credit. I think that's the first time ever there's a lot of people that tell you about sleet number I don't think anyone else has put the american pygmy shrew in a live read for sleet number I think that's we're, we're, in the history of radio that's marconi award winning yes who else can can sachet from the american pygmy shrew and then go into a commercial for a bed anyway cite the bite the yeah. great sports bites Everyone come! to Sight the Bite, the great sports radio mystery. We'll get to that, and we will do it next.
13: The uh, Ben Maller Show is the greatest overnight radio show in the world.
4: Well, thank you, Philly Rob. It's very kind of you. I- Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
9: Become a Ben Maller Show P1. Subscribe and give the gift of the Ben Maller Show podcast to family, friends, and even enemies. It's 100% free and available on demand wherever you download fine podcasts. We need your help. Subscribe to the Ben Maller Show podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star review. It'll keep the pirate ship floating in the middle of the night. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
4: It's time now to cite, cite the, the bite. bite, where we play random generic sound bites, you know, inane sports and entertainment cliches spoken by so-called experts. And you try to tell us who's doing the talking.
3: All right, let's do it. It is time now for Sight the Bite, the great sports radio mystery. And if you're new to our show, welcome. We're on some new radio stations, in particular, the city of brotherly love there, Philadelphia, the Delaware Valley. Glad to be on. And so we play this every week at about this time. And let's go to the soundbite. You got to figure out who it is. Go ahead.
11: He's a great player. He's a great player. All right.
3: Someone from the world of sports last seven to ten days. Could be a media person, player, coach.
11: Could be a kicker. Could He's be a great a, player.
3: Basketball player. Any, anybody. Uh, will anyone get it right? I will say caller. I'm going to change it up this week. I'll go caller five. Eddie? Caller five. Cheating off my work. Roberto. Well, caller number five. Caller five. Look at oh. Roberto moving on again from LeBron James. What about you, Koopaloo? I'm also going to change it up. I'm going to go with caller number five. Uh, He said four (laughs) off the air, so your answer is (laughs) caller number four off the air. Now, if you want to play, call right now, 877-99 on Fox. If you get a busy signal, keep calling because a lot of guys panic if they don't know the answer and they hang up. So 877-996-6369. Play it again. Play it again.
11: He's a great player. He's a great player. All
3: right, Jason in Ottawa, our old friend from the CFL report last year. Jason in Ottawa, what is the correct answer here?
14: Well, Ben, first off, Brian Windhorse must have some pygmy shrew DNA in his system.
17: And I believe... <laughs> <laughs> I,
13: I, I believe... <laughs> More pressure time. Let's go. I believe that yes. is none other than
14: Montreal Canadiens legend, the man who wore number nine, 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 oh. Maurice, the Rocket Richard.
3: <laughs> the, is it the Rocket? No. All right. Thank you, Jason. Call more often, Jason. Our buddy Jason in Ottawa. Dan in the Valley of the Sun. It is not Rocket Richard. Uh, Dan. Now, Dan always comes up with these old names of Phoenix athletes from a million years ago. Dan, what's the answer here, buddy?
14: Oh, this is I've got this one, Ben. All right. It's got to be former University of Arizona athlete Chuck Cecil. Chuck Cecil? Oh,
3: is, it, is it Chuck Cecil? I remember him in the, in the NFL, but is it Chuck Cecil? No, he was a hard-hitting, hard-hitting player. All right, thank you for that, uh, Dan. Nice uh, job by you. Uh, time for our first clue. This person set numerous state records playing for Gainesville High School in Georgia. He's a great player. In Georgia. Caller number three is Average Joe in Minnesota. Hello, Average Joe. Hey, Ben. What's going on? What's the answer, Joe?
6: Is that uh, Robert?
17: <laughs>
3: <laughs> is that Robert uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah Alright, uh, thank you. Not Robert Camdicci. Caller number four is Jordan in Kentucky. Hello, Jordan.
13: Hey, Ben, that's none other than coach, player, and owner Jackie Moon of the Flint
3: Tropic. Oh, the great Jackie Moon, my favorite. Is it Jackie Moon? No. All right, that's a good name, though, Jordan. Good job by you. Time for another clue. This guy tore his ACL his freshman year in
11: college. He's a great player.
3: Caller 5, Justin in Cincinnati. I don't know how that always seems to work out. Hello, Justin.
4: This one's pretty simple. It's future school shooter series.
3: All right, uh, let's go to, let's see here, let's go to Drew. Drew, you are caller six, Drew.
4: Um,
3: Isaiah Thomas. Is, is it Isaiah Thomas? No, it's not Isaiah Thomas. We're out of time. It's Deshaun Watson.
8: Deshaun up, Watson Rocky was River the River. answer. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game.